This is Snake. Can you hear me? Good. The mission is simple. Put your geek pants on and infiltrate Foxhound. If you need backup, contact Ken and Chris on their codec frequency. Ready? Snake out. Hey, everyone. It's about time you started doing Well, this. I figured. I figured. Now you were waiting for me, and I was like, no, I don't. He's not doing it. Four not doing it. I'm pretty here. sure I did the last one. Because you were all bushier. Oh. Just singing bush. Are you sure that wasn't what I was like, oh, hey there. Uh, well, that one was in there somewhere. <laughs> it's all just a blur. Now. It is a blur. It is a blur. Um, uh, so I'm, 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 I'm Ken Levitsky. Are you sure? Because you stuttered like a motherfucker I, there. I, I was sure you were first that time. You're like, I, I stuttered nothing. Okay. Okay, so try this again. All right. I'm Ken Levitsky. Are you, are you doing it yourself or am I? That's Chris Mercier. Okay, one more time, one more time. Okay, well, okay, there we go. I'm Ken Levitsky, that's Chris Mercier, that's Spider-Man, and this is Geek Pants Camp Cat. Yeah! Speaking of Spider-Man. Yes. Uh, and we'll get to the movies. I figure we'll ramble on for a little bit. Ramble on? What do you think of the new trailer for Into the Spider-Verse? I loved it. I loved it. I mean, I feel like a big fat butt coming in here. No, it's just, um, it, it seems like it's getting a, a lot of divide online because people are saying it's like running at a slow frame rate. It's the way the animation was done to make it look comic booky. But I feel like anyone that doesn't realize it's supposed to look comic booky is going to complain about so I it. I had no problems with the frame rate because I assume that's how they did the animation. Yeah. Also. I just hope it doesn't hurt it at the box office by looking that way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I loved everything about it, but. Oh. I feel like they showed too much. They showed a lot in that new trailer. Yeah. In fact, I'm not going to watch any more trailers. I know. I'm in the that same is boat. It. And that I'm is only it. watching this the one time. Yeah. Um, although, how awesome was Spider-Ham? <laughs> Spider-Ham was amazing. I did not expect to see Spider-Ham. How awesome is it that Spider-Man Noir is played by Nicolas Cage? Yeah. Like, what? The guy who should be on this cam cast mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is in probably one of my new favorite animated movies. Um, it's I probably under that mask right there. Better not be, because that would fucking scare the shit right out of me. Hey! Hey! You're practicing to be Spider-Man. You're, like, you're doing it all wrong! <laughs> Crazy Nick. Um, I love that they've actually sort of tied this to the uh, previous trilogy. It's... The way Peter Parker introduces himself at the beginning of that trilogy And they show the scene on the subway. They show the upside-down kiss. kiss. Uh, him and Mary Jane having lunch, and then the car smashes through the window. Yeah. Just like Spider-Man 2. I was like, okay, all right. So if this is still Sam, if potentially Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, I'm on board. I mean, this is multiversal Spider-Man, mm -hmm. which I like. I also like that, because uh, I thought that Miles Morales, like the first trailer, I thought he was in the same New York as Peter Parker. I like how he isn't. He's in a different New York. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I like that they fleshed that part out. But that's it. Like, I don't need to see anything else. I don't need to hear anything else but the nope. plot. Gwen Stacy looks great. Yeah. Uh, I like that she called herself Gwen Stacy and didn't bother with, like... Although I assume I'm she was called Spider-Woman. Though it's kind of funny that Peter Burr doesn't know who that is. Clearly, they're going to change yeah. something with the story here. They have to. Yeah, you're right. Because, yeah. Yeah, because even if this up. was following the Raimi trilogy, he met Gwen Stacy in the third film, so... That's right. He should Maybe know. he's trying to forget it as much as everyone else is. Oh. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. We love all the movies equal. Uh, yeah, no, it looks really good. How about the first image of 
David Harbour as Hellboy. Oh, <laughs> right. Actually, that's the second image. It's the second, but this, this is one. like the this, this is, is hell, the Hellboy. Hell Hellboy. This yeah. is when hees like turning. Yeah, I was like, oh, showed one of the guys at work. I was like, this is the guy that's gonna be like an Hellboy. And I he's just like, wow. And I'm like, yeah, I can't. I can't wait for that movie. I love Ron Perlman. I love Guillermo del Toro. I love those two movies. But I, I think... I absolutely love those two movies. But I, I think this is going to be feeling, really good. I have a strong feeling about this one. Yeah. Um, I'm not getting an amazing Spider-Man feeling thing. This. No, me neither. No. Me I neither. think it's going to be really good. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, there was something else I wanted to mention real quick. Oh, what did you think of the first bleak shots of Mysterio? Hmm. And potentially Stealth Spider-Man? Yeah, that's a little weird. That's weird. Stealth Spider-Man is weird. And what um, is also weird is that they're uh, they're almost subbing in Nick Fury. I feel like they're subbing in Nick Fury for the Tony Stark father figure thing, which, as we've talked about before, as a huge Ultimate Spider-Man fan, I'm all in. Yeah. I'm all in if they're going to sub out Nick Fury to be his potential father figure. But at least I hope they reference Uncle Ben at this point. <laughs> Yeah, to, again, that's my major problem. <laughs> I've watched the movie like not since even then, and I've watched the movie, and I'm just like, it's very, it sticks out as a motivational thing. Yeah. Because, like, all of these movies, it's uh, Ben Parker, Ben Parker, Ben Parker's, is ultimately his motivation for continuing to do what he's doing. I mean, sure, in the second one, it's more about finding the balance, and the third one, it's, I don't know what the fuck they were trying to figure out there, um... Throw spaghetti at the wall or whatever. But Uncle Ben factored in in some way, shape, or form. He did. He was there. You know, in the homecoming, you're like, like, okay, but like, Uncle Ben, right? Show me a picture. Yeah. Show me a picture. I might shut up about it. A picture, uh, just a visit to the grave. Yeah. You don't even have to show the front of the grave. I think we said this. You don't even have to show the front of the grave. At a grave, we know what grave he's at. Yeah. As long as you didn't say that we're on the way to see Mary Jane's grave. Yeah. Then I'll think it's Uncle Ben and I'll go, okay, at least, at least that's a point. Right. Um, But I like the way they have Mysterio look. He looks good. He looks pretty good. I mean, right now, obviously, it's just like a from a distance, fuzzy image. Nothing but I mean, the, the no primary CGI colors yet. are there. The primary yep. appearance is there. Um, it looks like we're going to get the bowl or the fucking fishbowl thing well, or whatever. Better. Because... So I feel like he's rarely going to wear it. Unless, I, unless it's see-through. I think it's going to be one of those where, like, the classic where it's, it's there, but you see a bit of the head. Yeah. Where they'll actually just do it so you can see more of his face. Mm-hmm. I think that's... Because you take back the Vulture in Homecoming, and Keaton didn't really have the Vulture headgear on too often. No, but, I mean, again, he didn't really need to because his character in the comic books never had... Rarely had any sort of headgear. Rarely. Yeah. You know. Um, is Mysterio the only villain in the new one? Or is there a secondary villain there? Not that I'm aware of at the moment. I think it's just... Just Mysterio. Which I'm fine with. I mean, Vulture was the primary villain. Mm-hmm. Shocker was a low-level... Well, they're kind of teasing they want six Spidey movies, right? So I'm thinking six Spidey movies introduce a new villain every one, and you got a Sinister Six villain at the end. Yeah, oh, its own Sinister Six movie. It's Not own. a Spider-Man movie, no. but a Sinister Six movie. The Sinister Six. Because you know it's going to make a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. A movie about bad guys. Because that was going to happen. Though they called it Usual Suspects with Superpowers. Okay. Still, (laughs) (laughs) well, I will say this though, uh, like the stealth suit does kind of look kind of neat. 
Yeah, it looks interesting, but again, it, looked, I, it reminds me too much of this. Just the black version of that. I thought that it was kind of interesting how, like, there was, he had fingerless gloves. I thought that was kind of cool. Because mm-hmm. obviously it suggests he doesn't give a shit about fingerprints. Right, right. So there's something there. But I mean, like anything else, we'll have to see it in action. Mm-hmm. Um, last thing I'll say, kind of pumped for Venom. I'm pumped for Venom. I actually, I I read a non-spoilerific review, and it sounds like it's going to be good. I, I've read no spoilers, but what I have read has been pretty negative. But again, everything just comes back to, ooh, it's not an MCU movie. It's not an MCU movie. It's not really? Spider-Man. And it's just like, come on, guys. Like, really? So, for me, primarily, my stuff is uh, from what culture? Mm-hmm. And it's a British, uh, like, fan shit, where they look at wrestling and they look at okay. comic books and movies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And there, theirs is like a like an ups and downs situation. So, apparently, Venom broke even. Five ups, five stand, Five downs. The, the big ups were the, or the big downs were the first chunk of the movie where they felt like they wasn't quite sure what it wanted to be. Okay. And then the last half, when they kind of figured it out, so to speak, then they were like, yeah, this is great. So, I'm, I'm like, okay, all right. Yeah, the one I just finished reading, like, I don't know, right before you got here was someone saying, oh, it's just another pre-MCU movie like Daredevil and Anime's Hulk, and uh, it's full of 2000s humor, and it's not good. It's just like... Ah, it really pisses me off that all these Marvel movies that aren't MCU movies get shitty reviews just because they're not MCU movies. Yeah, Spider-Man's not in it, but you know what? The Ultimate Universe Venom had a really cool origin that could be done without Spider-Man. Um, yeah, and that's what Dan- they're doing with this movie. Daniel Wade, just... Donny Cates, current run, no Spider-Man, and awesome. You know, yeah, it's doable. The Clintar stuff that they're talking about yeah. and everything, like I, yeah. I agree, I agree. I, so, I am no longer as skeptical mm-hmm. as I am, like especially because even though the last trailer I saw did spoil the ending. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. But I was, I'm still just like, you know, what, enough of it is. Uh, even like that part where it's just like, hey, Eddie, not looking so well. It's just like, yeah, I got a parasite. You're like, yeah, that's kind of funny. That's funny. Because he does. If that's 2000s humor, then ha ha, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, well, you know what But it we're going to check out Venom. That's going to be our next It is. Uh, probably, so. Oh, yeah, that's right, because it wasn't even in the AVX, so you can't. You could technically pre-buy tickets, but. <sighs> Did you end up pre-buying tickets or no? Not yet. Yeah, because I thought about that, too. I was like, I was going to pre-buy. I was going to, but, but, you know. The Lady Gaga movie is going to our AVX screen. So we already talked about that. I tweeted. I made the that humongous, modern day classic. humongous mistake of tweeting who the hell is planning this stuff when the Lady Gaga movie goes into the AVX and not Venom. Oh man! And I got onslaughted by Lady Gaga freaks. It's like people with taste. That's who. I just I was laughing. You're defending somebody who have a fucking meat dress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was funny. I love that you're just like, I made the misfortune. She was like, well, what the, like, what do you think was going to happen? Did you think, like, other people are going to be like, like, even Lady Gaga fans are going to be like, you know, you're right. Like, it shouldn't be. It should be Venom. You That movie that you want to see, that Venom thing mm-hmm. about the, I don't know, snakes? Whatever yep. the fuck with the poisons? That should be in the AVX theater. There it is. I don't even know what AVX is because I'm in America. <laughs> <laughs> it's big sound, big picture. It's ideal for a movie. And if you go to the top, your butt vibrates. Yeah. 
I'm glad the one time we went there, they were disabled and they got those seats. Uh, yeah, I guess they were just regular ABX and they sold those as... Yeah, they did. Because I they remember did. like, oh, you bought D-Box. I thought you never wanted to do And this. I was like, no, I never <laughs> ever wanted to do this. But it turned out that I actually uh, didn't like those seats to sit in anyway. Yeah. I was like, I prefer the other ones. Mm-hmm. Wait, I like what's D-box. that? Spider-Man? Oh yeah, Spider-Man. What do you think of Venom? Do you think it's going to be good? He answered like Nicolas Cage. I don't want to repeat it. No. No. Something about nouveau shamanistic acting. And peaches. Millions of peaches. <laughs> peaches for me. <laughs> oh, speaking of Nick Cage, I forgot to give you guys, uh, whoever got that uh, Nick Cage clip with that fucking British talk show, where he comes yeah, out. Yeah, I found that. Kick in the air and like do a backflips and yeah. just really coked out of his mind. Like literally goes from like jacket to like yeah. no no jacket. Yeah. I'll give you my shirt. I was like, what is happening? I know. I can't believe I've never seen that in my life. And my favorite is that he's young in this picture. Yeah. And he's already fucking insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He kept it together for a nice little chunk of time there, right? Yeah. He was getting big and they were like, uh, like, yeah, you know what? He's pretty cool. And he's like, yeah, I'm normal. Everything's fine. Don't worry about me. I did Vampire's Kiss. Like, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. And then he went nuts. I love that interview so much. That's a great interview. It's like, James, first time you're on a talk show, this is your entrance. Yeah, no kidding. I, I want to see kicks and backflips and just punching the air. Yeah. I love the energy. And him, like, alluding heavily that he's on something. Without actually saying he's on something. Yeah. I was like, man, this is great. If you guys get a chance, look it up. It's an older video clip. Maybe yep. I'll put the link in. I will post. put the link underneath Let's our video. Let's do that. Because yeah. <laughs> that is just, yeah, it, it is priceless. It is so good. It's, if you're a Nick, a Nick Cage fan. You don't have to be a Nick Cage fan. You don't Cage have to be a Nick Cage fan. You can hate the guy and still love this clip. You watch Mandy yet? No, I haven't. Okay. Uh, you're, you're guys, you guys went back and forth. And, and when Will's just like... Yeah, I don't know. And then you were like, yeah, you're kind of right, but this part's good, and that part's good. It's the middle part that's weird. I was like, so, like, what do I do? But we didn't spoil anything. I'm not talking about spoilers. James is like, spoilers, guys. And I was like, mm, nothing to spoil. I know. You shut him down pretty quick. Nothing to spoil yeah. at all. Well, where am I um, watching it anyway? Is it on Netflix? Uh, no. I rented it on PlayStation Store. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we'll wait so till it gets somewhere. I'll watch it through there. Uh, Blu-ray's coming out, it's like 12 bucks, so. <laughs> you know what, I think I could give Nick, Le- Nick Cage a clage. Clage. <laughs> Nick Cage. I think I can give Nicholas Cage, I yes. think that's what I was trying to say, yeah. uh, 12 bucks. Not yeah. that he'll get it ever. No. Because it goes to, uh, the various people he owes money to, I think, is he mm-hmm. still on that boat? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, Nicholas Cage. Cage. <laughs> what do you think about Nick Cage? Yeah, okay. He owes you money too, and I'm not surprised. <laughs> That's what happens when you buy a fucking island. <laughs> I love it. I love that. That, that too, and he was another one where he was just like, yeah, so my bookie was handling all my money, and I guess my bookie wasn't paying my taxes. And I'm like, why wouldn't you talk to your bookie about these kind of things and just say things like, I don't know, did you pay the taxes this year? Like a normal person? Mm hmm. Yeah. Instead of like, just assuming, and then years later, they're like, hey, you owe this much. And he's like, are you kidding? I bought an island. Was... And, like, five planes. I was going to buy another island <laughs> because this island got full of my shit. Well, this island's out. 
Let's do a whole bunch of shit movies constantly. It'd be great if it was like Skull Island and like from space it looked like his face. Oh it's like my god. Nick they would Cage have to be Island called Cage Island. Oh. It'd have to be called Cage Island, but that would be horrifying. Oh god, that'd be awesome. Horrifyingly awesome. Someone like in a NASA space station just going around and be like, holy shit, there's a giant Nick Cage face looking at us. Yeah, no kidding. Mm-hmm. Why does it have to be the face from like fucking Vampire's <laughs> Kiss? Oh, yeah. He's just like, hey. We're both doing the worst. <laughs> worst. Facial impressions of I'm, him. But yeah. it probably looks pretty good. It's, we don't have the pronounced beaks. Right. And then, like, widow's peak. Yes. Yes. And the long, elongated face. Um, or it could be, like, the mustachoid one from Raising Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> when he purposely did that stupid voice. And his co-star's like, I don't know what the fuck he was doing that for. It was so annoying. He's in character the entire time. I love that so much. <laughs> the whole time I'm just like, like, I'm listening to her bitch, and I'm just like, I don't care. That's fucking funny that he just sat there and just out of the blue was like, I'm going to give him a weird voice, mm-hmm. but I'm method. Yeah. So I'm going to be in character the whole time. And the second that she's just like, what the fuck are you doing? He now immediately goes, oh, this is pissing her off. Sweet. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Press that button. Keep that going. Oh, <laughs> uh, Nick Cage. I gotta give, you know, Nick Cage props because not only did he make Mandy this year, which apparently is getting great reviews for his acting, he also... I've never once said he's a bad actor, though. I've never said he's a bad actor, but he's been doing those directed video things and everyone kind of just like, oh, directed video, you're a shitty actor. Without actually watching the film. Mm-hmm. I've watched a couple of his directed videos and they're not good movies, but I mean, he's still being Nick Cage. Yeah. Like, Mom and Dad was a lot of fun. Yeah, I that's what that you movie. said. You that said that was a lot of fun. fun. And Mandy, I mean, Mandy was one of those movies where I was like, do I love this or do I hate it? It's like, it's very strange in that aspect, but I can't stop thinking about it. Okay. So that's a good sign. That is actually a really good sign. Right? So, could be another Fight Club. Yeah, you said that before, which is like yeah. another Fight Club, which, yeah. that movie is still pretty fucking kick-ass. On top of doing Mandy... The guy played Superman and Spider-Man this year. <laughs> that is his crying Superman and Spider-Man in one year. So. So suck on that. Suck on that, Nick All Cage. the other guys. Or Nick Cage. Or Nick Cage. Or, yeah. Nick, Cage. or Nick Cage. Suck on that, Nick Cage. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Um, hey, so, um, on to movie one. We had no instant questions today, so let's do it. We have no Insta questions? No. Not even like Insta questions. Made up ones? No. Well, I mean. Because <laughs> I made up some. Bob Barker wrote in. Oh, he did? Yeah. Not the demigod Bob Barker, but oh. just some other guy named Bob Barker. Okay. Anyway, what did he have to say? Um, he was wondering. I got nothing. Yeah, okay. I got nothing. What alternate version of Spider Man is your favorite? <laughs> I don't have a How favorite. How tall are you compared to Sam Raimi? I don't know, probably... Yeah. How tall is he, actually? He doesn't seem like someone that would be tall. No, he doesn't. But then again, five, like, eight, maybe? Tobey Maguire five, didn't seven, really seem five, like he was eight. that tall, either. No. I think he's probably around 5'9", or something, too. 5'8", five, 5'9", five, somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah. So that's that question. That's that Alright, we're going to go Thank on to you. 2002's 2002. Spider-Man. Um, this one... I got. I gotta say, like I remember watching this in the theater with you. I remember like leaving work from Walmart early, and practically running to get to the theater mm-hmm. to see this with you, mm-hmm. and just being like, "Holy shit!" Because we watched trailers, and when you see him in the trailers swinging around, 
like you saw him in cartoons and how you envisioned he did in the comic books, it was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely unbelievable to see him do that. Um, where do I begin, though? There is so much. Uh, first off, this was the first film to ever make over $100 million opening weekend. Yes, that's ever. right. That's it made right. history. So when I went online Monday morning to box office mojo like I always do after a weekend. I know I do th- I've been doing that like crazy lately. And I saw I made 114 million. Whole. Oh, I was I think I actually called you. Yeah. Because I was so excited yeah, about it. Yeah. Because I was like, oh my god, Spider Man. I think that was the first time we've everything. ever even like talked about box office draws or anything like that. Yeah. Because I don't remember we did that with X-Men. We didn't really talk about it. Um I followed X-Men. I followed box office because of um, ever since my grandparents owned that store in Kekebeka and they had the movies. Yeah. They bring me the movie catalogs that they ordered from. Yeah. And, it would, and under above each VHS image on in the catalog it would say made seventy million at the box office. That's right. And I was I always remember. so intrigued by that. I remember that. Yeah, I remember showing me that. Like, and what does that mean? Uh, like this blew me away. This um, blew me away. I watched that eight times in the theater. Yeah. I watched the one time because that was also poor. Times. But eight times in the theater. I remember that was one of the first ones that I bought right away. I love came this out. image too. Uh, that's a great image. That's a great this image. This is such a great image. You know what poster I always wanted? Which one? It goes for a lot on eBay now. It's the original theatrical poster for this film mm-hmm. where it's just his face and in the glass oh, yes! the Twin Towers. Yes! That, of course, that would go because the very really. first trailer, the teaser That's they did, right. showed the Twin Towers. Yeah, he caught the a helicopter in the west. Yeah, exactly. I remember just being like, "Yeah." Well, and they didn't really show you too much of him, mm-hmm. just glimpses. And I remember just being like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" Yeah. Um, and like, like I said in the previous one, we talked about our favorite comic books. This was like one of those heroes that I grew up with, like idolizing. Like I loved yeah. Spider Man. Uh, I remember so stupid, but I remember like I had a, a red winter jacket, right? So what I would do is I had a red toque, winter jacket, red gloves, blue sweatpants, nice red socks pulled up as boots. That was my Spider-Man suit. That's amazing. It's winter Spider-Man. Yeah, but I would do this like running around in Alton Road in the middle of summer. Still awesome. I know it's I'm pretty still awesome. freaking badass. I don't know why I thought about that. And then like awesome. I even so much so that when uh, Eric Larson took over mm-hmm. and when he drew Spider Man, his Spider Man was predominantly red and black, like Steve Ditko. Right. I alternated to have black sweatpants. Oh, the Larson uniform. Yeah, and I did the thwip thwip thwip. Yeah. Oh, by the way, into the Spider Verse. Yeah, hilarious when he's just thwip, like and thwip. thwip. See, you got two at the same time. I was like, that's thwip. awesome that he's saying thwip out loud. Mm. So, uh, so we got the first trailers and stuff. We're all super excited to see uh, yeah. the live-action movie of one of our uh, childhood heroes. Um, and I remember feeling like this the same way I felt like when I watched X-Men. Yeah. You know, just being like... Oh, same here. Because oh, I was fuck, pumped for X-Men because it was Wolverine. Yeah, but I was too because I loved Wolverine. But Spider-Man was going to be on another level. You're going to see him swinging through the skies. You're going to see Green Goblin flying through yeah. the skies. Like, it was going like, to be like... Oh. Yeah, exactly. And even like... Right away, even like I was, because uh, we're comic book fans, so we're sticklers mm-hmm. for the costume and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, I remember even right away, I was all right with Green Goblin. I remember just kind of going like, it's not what I pictured, mm-hmm. but I'm okay with it. Because the mask still looked similar to the Goblin mask. Yeah. Right? And even when like you read it and it's uh, like a, uh, 
a bio suit, not a bio suit, but like an actual like body armor type thing, and it's a helmet which makes type sense thing. for the story because he was designing for the yeah. The and government. I remember just being like, okay, all right. But one of my favorite things they did in this movie was that like they would have the green sort of shimmer based on the light or yeah. the angle. Yeah. So depending on the angle, you'd see the purple. Uh, almost like headdress type of thing. I don't yep. know what the hell that sock, whatever the was fuck the, that thing the was for the sock. longest time. Yeah. Um, jester hat, I guess, mm-hmm. would be the more thing. But I remember just seeing little hints of purple around it and just being like, that's a really cool touch, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and then, of course, the goblin glider. Yeah. Which it looked great. <laughs> when I rewatched it recently, I remember just thinking to myself, that's an odd move to make. Like, you're trying to repur- like recreate the super, ser- super soldier serum. Uh, and ultimately make better soldiers. So then you have a glider mm. with absolutely no protection. No protection. At all. Yeah. <laughs> I remember just, like, like recently I literally was like, that is the first time I ever thought, that's your move, Norman? Everything else is fine. The body armor, the steroids, but we're not going to call it steroids. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's all that... All that lines up. This, I don't know. Well, look at his competition, though. Like, when they, when they do the test <laughs> of his competition, it's just like... Yeah. Big, the, giant suit. Thing. I agree. The competition is fucking lame. Hilarious. And it would have been hilarious if it was Justin Hammer Industries. Oh, that'd be great. That, that that'd is be great. too much. That'd be foreshadowing and a half. That'd be really fun. But, uh... Um, one of the things that struck me right away, like... All the fanboy stuff, because even when I first watched this movie, I remember right away not liking the really sappy romance aspects in this movie. Okay. okay. And I still, I still, I think it comes down to Kirsten Dunst not being as good an actress, period, and the chemistry between them not really being there. Because mm-hmm. even though, like I, I've said before, that uh, Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2 are like terrible Spider-Man movies and mostly terrible movies in general, the chemistry between those two is really good. Yeah. Really good. These two, not so much. Okay. So typically, I fast-forward through those parts. Ah. Okay? Okay. Uh, not, not in Spider-Man 2, and not in Spider-Man 3, uh, but for some reason in this movie, it just kind of grates on me really badly. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. And it's never changed. Like, I remember still kind of being like, I don't know how I feel about that. But, um... What do you think of Kirsten Dunn's Spider-Man? <laughs> Sounded more like a schwing. Yeah. Yada, 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 yada. Anyway, yeah. uh, maybe some people will get that reference. If you get that reference, put that in the comments. <clears throat> uh, so, okay, like, I'll just start from like recently watching it. One of my favorite things about this movie is they immediately they introduce you to Peter Parker, they introduce you to Norman Osborn, mm-hmm. and then. It's literally now we're seeing both of them go through their changes. Yeah. He becomes, he doesn't necessarily become Spider-Man, but he gets bit by the spider. That same night, Harry, or Norman, tries out the uh, serum on himself. Not the serum, but the gas slash steroid setup that they were going to do. Tries it on himself. In one day, you have the creation of, uh, the potential creation of Spider-Man and the Mm -hmm. potential creation of Doc Ock, or or, sorry, Green Goblin. And uh, this was, and I referenced the, Dark coin flip or whatever yep. in the our Dark Knight review on YouTube, on the Camcast, on the SoundCloud, <clears throat> Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, 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 iTunes. It's there. Yeah, it's there. It's there. So, but this one is so much like this is a blatant like two sides of the same coin. 
And I think that's one of my favorite parts about, especially in the Raimi movies, is that a lot of times the villains are what Peter Parker could have turned out to be like. Right, right. Had he not had Uncle Ben in his life. Yeah. You know? Um, more so in number two, because in number one, like, you don't really get the sense that Norman Osborn is a good guy, period. Yeah, there's something sketchy about him, like, right he's from just, the start. Yeah, he's a shady dude yeah. right away. Like, even when he almost, like, carelessly brushes aside his son to talk to Peter, because mm-hmm. Peter knows about science. Yeah. You know, and you're just kind of like, Dude, really? I know. <laughs> you prick. It's a father of the year right there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But I really liked it was literally like on the two sides of the same coin. Um which I don't I don't know if I ever noticed it, but I definitely noticed it this time around. I was like, that is awesome that they do that. You know? Because they yeah. literally have the scene where uh Peter Parker is going through that trippy transformation. Yeah, I love that sequence. That was really cool, especially because like, they very, did that shot of very him and all like feeling. bone thin. Yeah, and then they go through that sequence, and then they skip over to Norman Osborn, and it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. And even that one part, he's like, "It's cold." <laughs> You're like, "It's cold." Okay, <laughs> all right, you know. And then he turns, and then it's like, like he's gonna die or whatever. And then what he's oh yeah, he goes. Back to formula. Yeah. <laughs> and I, it makes me giggle because it's like in 30 seconds, it's it's cold. It's back to formula. It's <laughs> like Willem Dafoe as Willem Dafoe. Oh, man. I love Willem Dafoe. He he's is another so guy. Great. He's up there with Nick Cage that just, he does crazy so perfect. Yeah, but like he keeps that out of his personal life. Yeah. You know? True. Rude. I remember one of my favorite roles in him was uh, Boondock Saints. Yes. And I loved it because he was so intense and badass, and he was gay, and they never made anything. It wasn't even like, oh, hey, that's the gay detective. Yeah. You know, you didn't know until you, you woke up with the dude, and you're just like, oh. Whoa. Okay. I never would have guessed. And then that's it. <laughs> like, it's just, okay, all right. And then you're right back to the movie. But anyway, so... Um, I don't know if I would have picked Willem Dafoe as uh, the first ever incarnation of Norman Osborn, but I'm so glad that they did. Yeah, at first I wasn't sure what to think. Cause I'm like, I'm thinking, I didn't really see a lot of Willem Dafoe movies before Spectre. Me neither. And if I did, they're not memorable because I Me can't. Neither. Nothing's really clicking. Because I, but I remember after that, then it was like, oh, he's in this. Yeah. You know, it was like John Renault. It was like you never seen him before, The Professional. Yeah. And then after that, you were like. Oh, you're in this? Yeah, yeah I'm watching John Renault, this. John Renault, John Renault, yeah. You know, the yeah. movie could have been the biggest pile of shit, but you're like, I'm watching it. John whatever. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. French speaking, whatever. Yeah. I think I actually remember thinking before Willem Dafoe was cast that it should be Nick Cage as well, though. Yeah. Just based yeah. off of his Just face off performance. Physically, like facially, yeah. he would have been terrifying. Yeah. You know? But even some of the uh, the more true to comic book uh, masks that they, that they actually had, were terrifying. Oh, yeah. You know, this was a good mix. The only thing that it really kind of... It, it bugged me was that, like, when they show all the masks in Norman Osborn's house... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they sort of imply that that's the reason why he's wearing the goblin mask, or that he designed the goblin mask like that, that type of thing. I was like, ah... I mean, I get what they're trying to go with, but they could have just sat there and said, well, we... As soldiers, we want to freak the shit out of our enemies. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm a soldier and I'm a regularly trained soldier, and then I see some dude on a like flying glider, yeah, that's gonna freak me out. But then if I see that thing 
with a giant like smile on his face, I'd be like, ugh. I love the way the glider moved in this. So did I. Like um, during that Macy Gray parade sequence there, <laughs> like when Goblin comes in and you just hear like, <laughs> and you see like, yeah. the smoke. I and then when he comes in and he like goes to the right and he touches just the balloon, just like slides, slides across. I was like, I was like I'm, oh, I'm the same way. That is, I'm the and same it was way. shot really cool. Like I it love the way it was shot. Really cool. Uh, Especially because, if I remember correctly, that was like right after we got the montage of Spider-Man saving all the people. I believe so, yeah. Because then, like, the flip side was that we had the montage of him saving all those people, and then on the other side we had, like, Norman Osborn getting shit on by the board, the shareholders, yeah, the board and stuff. Yeah, exactly. They're like, you're out, and he's like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. You know, and then, uh, like, this is going to be such a scattered camcast, because it's really just us going, like, at this part... Yeah, that I mean, part like you look like you've got some. I, I, well, yeah, I wrote some notes down. But I mean, I've seen the movie so many times, right? I know. It's just it's basically these are things I want to remember to talk about. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like it it's still aged well. It still looks really. It good. still aged really well. There's a couple parts like with the the swinging through where you're like okay CG, but I mean. Yeah, but I mean, but back then, you think of other movies that came out in 2002 and the CG in those movies. Like think about um, just a year before this one. The Mummy Returns, what the rock looked like as a scorpion thing. <laughs> That's bad. Oh my god. That's bad. So yeah. the fact that they pulled this off like, only a year later, like, well, I, it's amazing to me. Like, but another thing that, I, that really blew me away, and I always remember this in Spider-Man 2, but I never give the other two movies credit, is how much CGI to live action is actually there. Mm -hmm. You know, this isn't like a constant over-reliance on CGI. Yeah. Excuse me. Raimi is doing his absolute best to do what he can with live action. Mm -hmm. So there's scenes where you see uh, Peter Parker or Spider-Man like literally live action on a wall. Yeah. You know, and I mean, I'm sure they shot it sideways instead of right oh, side yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. But even still, just to do stuff like that instead of constantly having it be CGI. Well, that's why Sam Raimi was such a perfect guy for these movies because he is a practical effects guy. Yes. If you look at the Evil Dead movies, there's no CG. Like, well, that's exactly. All practical exactly. Effects. That tr that tree was alive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When it had its way with that woman. Yeah. Consensually, I believe. Yeah, absolutely. Hashtag tree two. <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> you can remember that for our Evil Dead episode. What's somebody thinking of trees? <laughs> um, um, anyway, yeah, like, yeah, Sam Raimi, I, he was so good. Across the board, like, even in number three, and number three, like, it's not that he was bad by any means, it's just a lot of shit going on uh, backstage, yeah. behind the scenes type of thing. Yeah. One of the things that I will say, though, um, I this used to be my favorite Spider-Man costume, live action, mm -hmm. okay? Tom Holland's is now officially bumped in. Okay. Here's why. So, the brighter colors, for one. All right. Okay. But, and I, I think I said this in, uh, once or twice in the previous ones. This intricate line work and the uh, reflective mask, while I loved when I was younger, now I'm like, how would the kid do this? Right. And why would he think to do something this distinct, this pronounced, right? Like, if you look at uh, Holland's costume and then Stark's inspired version of his costume, that makes sense, yeah. right? Like, even uh, his initial Spider-Man suit, when it's the face mask and the sweater, 
and he does he makes a point of having the stylized spider on there. Yep, yep. That's another one where I'm just like, why would like why would he think to do that? You know? They don't really show him reading comic books. You know, like at least if you read comic books then I can go, Well, yeah, that's where he got the inspiration from, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Whereas but even just this, like the ultimate Spider Man, uh, they actually had it where he originally wrestled in a you know, a mask and a sweater, and then the promoter gave him this suit. Didn't have the stylized lines, the webbing or whatever, but the prototype of the suit was there, and I was like, that actually makes sense. That's really cool. You know, because again, you know, this is a kid whose concept of heroes is from the Ultimates, yeah. and this is one step away from a costume, so yeah, he would start to borrow elements from that, whereas this, there's no concept of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the Easter egg for Stingray, though, when he's doing the drawings. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but... But yeah, but even still, like, I still like this suit better than the Amazing Spider-Man suit. Uh, Spider-Man 2, I should say. Amazing Spider-Man 2? Amazing Spider-Man's not really a suit. I, I mean, I, yeah, Amazing Spider-Man's not good, but Amazing Spider-Man 2... Visually it, looked truer, it, but this one was tighter. There was this, no yeah, wrinkles, this, nothing. This is my... I, I prefer this one over that one, though Amazing Spider-Man 2, I got... It looked really good. It looked really good. It looked good. like Tom McFarlane's Spider-Man pulled off the page. Yeah, it looked really good. And uh, and if you were a huge Tom McFarlane fan, then you would have been like, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I was more Larson than McFarlane, even though I loved McFarlane. Right. I was more Larson. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like Larson would be more like this guy. Yeah, right. But the other thing that really is, is the stylized spider, too. Okay. You know? Yeah. Because, yeah, all right, like it, it goes in line with this. But again, okay, so he goes with the stylized spider, but... To that thickness, like it, when you see the costume in movement, you're like, "That's pretty thick webbing, mm-hmm. right?" And then here, the spider gets bigger. You can't see it. The spider gets bigger, and then here, it's the biggest. Yeah. And again, like across the movies, it's like, well, why would he make that bigger? You know, I mean, I get. I always like this about the 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 webbing though, the way the sun reflected off it, so like a, like a silver shine to it sometimes. I I'm thought, glad you I mentioned that, that was, because I was going to bring was that up neat. too. I found that when I was watching all of them, when they did stuff like that, that actually distracted me. Oh. Just like when they made the webbing uh, really shiny, mm-hmm. that uh, distracted me. But it also distracted me because surprisingly the webbing was the CGI aspect that held up the least in my opinion, which was really weird. I agree with that. With the first film for sure. First film for sure. Yeah. Second film was, I, I felt that they muted it a bit. Yeah. But there's still a bit of the shimmering, and I don't know why, but I was just kind of like, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know why I never noticed it before, but I guess a little bit more discerning eye, and I was just like, eh. Mm-hmm. You know? But uh, the less we say about well, the um, third, it's always the better. <laughs> yeah. The webbing, I remember when they changed it for the film, when they made it organic. Yeah. I was like, ah, weird. Makes sense, I guess. Makes sense. Though, I mean, I if we're going to be, if it's going to be like, Okay, you got webbing. He's going to be shooting out of his ass, not his wrist. Yeah, but you know what? The way I see it is, I mean, if you can accept that the guy can get powers from the spider, then why can't it just... Why not? Why wouldn't it just make sense from a human's standpoint, right? I ended up really liking that aspect, though. And I was actually happy when uh, Straczynski introduced it into the comic books. I remember... It took um, me a little bit, too, and I, I remember... Because we grew up, and it was always just one of those things, and it also made for a little bit of a possible... Like a suspenseful thing because now it's like, oh, I gotta change the cartridge. Right, 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 right. It's kind of neat, kind of cool, and it also added to him being a really smart guy because he created the webbing, mm-hmm. you know. And even in Ultimate, 
Uh, and even in uh, Civil War, you've got Tony Stark saying, like, yeah, you the, the, the web's there. You created it. It's just like, yeah, well. And you're just like, that's really, really smart. But yeah. I did like that it was organic because um, it almost took that one aspect off the board at the same time. Yeah. We talked about them making it their own, and this was kind of one of those things. And I liked well, they did it. that and they I, added that in the I, comic I actually, yeah, I mean, I liked it. You know, when I was rewatching these uh, last week, I, I mean, it's probably like the 20th time I've watched the first two movies. Um, when he was swinging and the webs were just left behind, I'm just like, it's basically just a splooge all over the fucking That's gross. Walls. Why would you... That's so gross. I think about it, though. It's coming out of his body, and he's just letting it dangle all over the place. He's got fucking body fluids everywhere. Yeah. It's kind of a gross... They could have had something where when they... you think about it... notice that it, it disintegrated after. Yeah. At least there's that, but that's... Yeah, that is pretty gross. Especially because in the first movie, they're, they are making... They're, they're using the web shooters yeah. as an allegory for ejaculation. Pretty much. Which is one of those, like... Really, guys? You have to make that joke? You know? I love that part, though, where he's trying to figure out how he did it. Yeah. Like, go, Web, go! Yeah. It's like, uh, <laughs> he's all like, Shazam! And then he's doing <laughs> this move, and you're like, that's funny. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, that um, whole, that whole uh, scene was really funny. I And also, like, I I like that, like, everyone talks about, like, the origin movie. But this is one of those movies that sort of set the template for the origin movie. I agree. Because yep. he doesn't have the costume right away. Mm -hmm. He has a makeshift costume, right? Uh, then you show him going through some trial and error, right? And then uh, he gets through the one big thing that makes him go, all right, I'm going to be Spider-Man. You know, not just I'm going to be a wrestler and make money and be a big shot. And that's one of the things that I really like in this movie is that uh, I like how they sort of give you the impression that up until Ben dies, Peter is very much on his way to becoming a giant douchebag. Yeah. You know? Oh, like, yeah. the first thing he does when he gets these powers is beat the shit out of Flash Thompson. Yeah, which was do Joe Magdalene. I know! I was like... I was like, I watching it, I was, that like, out, I was like... I was like, Flash looks really familiar. Who is that? I was... I couldn't place it, and yeah. then I, I saw the credits, and I'm like... That's I know. hilarious! Isn't it amazing? <laughs> when, it's so funny when you watch old movies, and you see these stars that are big now. Yeah. Like, they're, they're starring roles like where you never paid attention. Never mind them. It's a high school movie, and everyone's in their fucking 40s. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but, like, the, and it's not, like, the first thing he does, I shouldn't say, like, the first thing he does is just, like, beat the shit out of him, but he doesn't do anything other than, like, he doesn't, like, do his normal thing where he, like, backs off or anything. He full-on just, like, he reacts to his spider sense, which is fine, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then, like, lays him out, and then right when he lays him out, he's not like, oh, shit, he's just, like, yeah. right. And everyone, like. You know, they're and like Harry, Harry we, and MJ are kind of scared of them. And well, yeah, because it's not even just like the, like the escalation. And I'm not saying that he should have been bullied, and I'm not saying he shouldn't have fought back. But the escalation didn't match where he was at, right? Right, right. And I mean, we could talk about build up all day long, right? And, and Ultimate handles the same thing. He does the same thing. But like, if it even when he's wrestling, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, he's not holding back against Randy Savage. I which. He I, I, felt like fucking know crazy. I was pumped when that when that happened, but now that he's back. Bonesaw's ready. Oh, what are you doing? Get down here. Yeah. It's just like, now that he's passed away and I watched that, I'm just like, I'm so happy that Macho Man was in that movie. Yeah, but it's also kind of tragic because the amount of roids that are floating in his system at that point. He's huge. And at his age, yeah. like, you're just like, uh, like, it was awesome to see him, but it's a little cringy because yeah. you're just like, he is so huge. Oh my god! But the it was it was yeah. great though. Yeah, it, you know, they had the fucking bone saw thing, and they're like, 
saw their own yeah. arm and like, dumb, but whatever. But it's cool to see that, you know. And like I said, like, even just simply, like, so the promoter stiffs him or whatever, and he's just like, and then he lets the criminal get away, which he has to. Yeah. He has to, because that's the whole purpose. The whole point was he was going to be a fucking douchebag. He mm. could have potentially been a criminal. And then the criminal he lets get away, you know, kills his uncle. He doesn't know this until he finally finds him. And that first scene where he's actually, like, awkwardly swinging through uh, New York following the cops is awesome. Mm -hmm. And then when he finally finds him, and they don't specify, but they make it clear that they make it look really like he kills him. They do make it look like he kills him. And, like, the look on his face when he sees him. Yeah. You know, like, um, no one's ever really said that Tobey Maguire was this, like, amazing actor. But he was really good in this movie. He is really good at it. His crying face is terrible. Yeah. And this is coming from a guy whose crying face isn't the greatest he's, either. He's got a pretty ugly crying face. But he cries a lot in these movies. He's actually a really good actor. Like, you watch other movies like Cider House Rules and Brothers with Jake Gyllenhaal. Like, oh, he yeah. is really fucking good at acting. Though he hasn't really done much since that I Brothers. Think, yeah, I think it's because of that gambling ring. Mm. That underground gambling ring that he was a part of. And oh, they were oh. just kind of like, oh, okay, mm. buddy. Yes, yes. You know, plus, I mean, he made a fucking kill Yeah, he's pretty much retired probably after that, but... You know. And, I mean, it's probably good for him to take a break from it so that way people aren't still going, hey, Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, the death scene with the... I, what I, I like that I like that with the... the Peter Parker, like, like tells off Ben, right? So, yes. tells off Ben. Yeah. You know, it sounds bad, but I like that, and then... You know, lets the guy get away, and then finally, like, you know... And they actually had Ben say, like, with great power comes great responsibility, which they didn't do in the comic books. But I like that they have that mm -hmm. scene, and then, so he goes back to that, so that funeral, he's just kind of like, it's, fucking, it's my fault. And then that's when he goes, I've got these powers, I'm gonna do this to help. So yeah. no one else has to go through what I have to do, right? Yeah. And then it's just like, they do the montage scene, and like I said, this is now, Norman Osborn is... Now he's becoming Green Goblin. He bombs the fucking other testing facilities, takes out the competition. Yep. So even though that general, who hates him, absolutely hates him, and hates the fact that he has to deal with Norman, Norman Osborn, is like, yeah, okay, fine, you get the contract. Yeah. You get the contract. And he's like, yeah, cool. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but then uh, Spider-Man starts sticking his nose in his business. They had that cool scene in the, uh, the house and it's on fire. Yeah. You know? Yeah, where Goblin's like... Pretending he's a little lady. Which, again, like, it's one of those, like, you, we take it for granted because, like, that's something that Goblin would do in the comic books. But in real life, like, you, I was thinking of, like, wouldn't this businessman think to do this? Like, this scientist businessman yeah. go, yeah, I'll just pretend to be an old lady yeah. in a cloak just to fuck with Spider-Man. Like, why not? You know? But then again... And all because he wants him to join him at first. Yeah. He wants to, like, take over the city with Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's, it's very... And he throws those uh, blades at him. He's dodging that scene where he's like dodging them in, in the yeah. fire. And, and that's like, live that's, action too. Exactly. That's it a live action awesome. scene. It and looks, it looks awesome. great when he does that. Uh, gets the cut on the arm. Yeah, and then Norman starts you know? putting it all together. And that's what, and I really like that too, where he puts it. He's starting to put it together, and it's just like, all right, you're fucking Spider Man. And yeah. I was like, and it was, it felt organic. It didn't feel forced. Right. Exactly. You know. Um, and then from there, like, it's not exactly like a fast-moving movie for the first little bit, but then once 
Norman figures it out, then it's like game on. Oh yeah. You know, then it's game on. Uh, you've got uh, Harry and MJ that are hooking up behind Peter's back, which actually always bothered me, and it bothers me again still to this day because I'm just like, yeah, but Harry, like, like even in the beginning, he's like, go talk to her, Peter, and then Peter doesn't. So what does he do? He swoops right in and starts hitting on her, and I'm mm-hmm. like, like if you did that to me, I'd be like, buddy, what the fuck? Yeah. Or vice versa, you'd be like, are you serious? You just hit on the girl t- you told me to go talk to? Well, Harry Blue, well, you didn't make a move. Yeah, and then you're like. What is wrong with you? <laughs> like, I'm sorry your dad loves me more. Oh, <gasps> shit, son! I went there! Uh, you know, but, like, even still... So yeah, it's kind of a, up. It's a really douchey thing, especially when you're living with him. Yeah! Like, now they're roommates, and, and now he's like... They're roommates, and he's hooking up with her on the sly. And MJ kind of always... She starts to bug me more in the later movies, but especially number two, and I'll explain that one. He kind of bugged me in this one, too, because it's kind of like, like, how did you not know that he liked you? You guys were neighbors? But, whatever. I think she knew. I think she always knew. And then you kind of get the sense that she knew. But knew, but that, knew that he wouldn't tell her how he felt. And at first, she was in high school and she wanted the hot Yeah, well, that's just it, right? sports car. Right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. Not the nerdy kid next door. Right. Which, okay, fine. But uh, even that one scene, the, the one scene where... They're in the cafeteria, like right before the big fight. Right, right, and right. And she slips, and he catches everything. Yeah, yeah. He does that in real life. Yeah. I, I think it took like 196 takes or something ridiculous, but when they finally got it, I bet you he was like, okay, I'm going to my fucking trailer. Yeah. I'm getting hammered. I'm, I'm getting done for the day. this whole fucking thing, you <laughs> know. Holy fuck. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, wow. Like, I, I didn't realize he did it, like, himself. And yeah. I thought, okay, that's really cool. No tricks, no nothing. But, uh... Uh, anyway, yeah, so like I said, once he finds out, uh, once Osmond finds out that he's Spider-Man, then they ramp up, and they come to one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie, is uh, when he, uh, Goblin kidnaps Mary Jane, Yep. and then you have Spider-Man getting to the uh, the subway car, so he, two hands, subway car full of people, Mary Jane, they're on the bridge, the mm-hmm. infamous bridge where Gwen Stacy gets killed, yep. right? Yep. And he's like, you know what, like, this is your choice. You know, you can save the woman you love or the people that will turn on you in an instant. And I was always like, man, that's so cool, right? And so what happens? Spider-Man kills Green Goblin. That's what happens. Oh, wait, sorry, this is not a DC movie. Mm -hmm. No, this is an early Marvel movie. Yeah. What does Spider-Man do? He saves them both. Yeah. He saves them both. And, like, now you're getting that uh, first instance of now New Yorkers are like, that guy is trying to save my life. Yeah, you know, I love that. Goblin's, uh, Goblin's smacking him while he's holding. And trying to like, and he's, you know, he saves MJ, yeah. but now he's got to save them while he's flipping in air, and you're just like holding your breath. And then he catches it, yeah. and then they're coming at him again, and then the New Yorkers are throwing, like people on the yeah. bridge are throwing bricks at him. And then it's just like, you mess uh, with Spider-Man, you mess with all of us. Yeah, you know, it's, <laughs> it's like, no, it isn't, uh. It's like, you mess with Spider-Man, you mess with New York, you mess with one of us, you're messing with all of us, yeah. and you're like, yeah! I know. Fucking I right. loved it. And then he beats the, and then he fucking takes him. Yeah. No, he, was well, it, he uh, lowers the thing down onto the boat, right? Because I forgot, the, I forgot the part that I liked is uh, after the, it's the parade scene. Yep. The parade scene, and uh, Spider-Man, like, saves as many people as he can, and then, uh... Or was it? No, it was the fire scene. The fire scene, he gets knocked out by Goblin. And the Goblin does that speech to him where he's just like, you know, hey, they're going to turn on you. Mm-hmm. 
You know, it hasn't happened yet, but it's going to happen. Join up with me and we can run this town type of thing like you were saying. I, I loved that scene because he didn't even take his mask off. No. Cause, and this was before he figured it out, right? He didn't take his mask off, and then when he figures it out, then it leads to the subway scene. Sorry, yeah. sorry guys. Sorry, I got a little confused yeah. here. Woo! So then it gets to the ending where he throws him through the building and stuff like that, and now Spider-Man's mask is all ripped up. Well, because he throws the bomb, and it's like... Oh, boom. yeah, throws him through, and throws so, the that bomb. That slow-mo explosion. And just and everything. his face just going like... So now you've got a ripped-up costume, ripped-up yeah. mask, and in retrospect, because we're almost begrudgingly accepting how they take the mask off all the time, this was have your cake and eat it, too. Mm. This was... His mask is still kind of on, but now you get to see the emotion. Yeah. Now you get to see his face. You know, you don't have the eyes that can go up and down because they made that choice not to do that. And then you have this scene where Goblin is kicking the fuck out of Parker. Spider-Man has nothing. Oh, he's beating the shit He out. has nothing. Every single thing he's trying to do is not working. You know, Goblin has just got his number. And then finally, like, Goblin does that line that does him in where he goes just like, hey, like, you know, I've always been like a father to you. Exactly. Be like a son to me now. And he's just like, I have a father. His name is Ben Parker. And then beats the fuck out of him. And I was like, yes! Yeah. You know? You so see, like, like his, his helmet getting dented in. <laughs> so, like, oh, again, getting back to Homecoming, when he's under all that rubble, if they flashed a picture of Ben Parker, he doesn't have to say with great power comes great responsibility. No. But if they showed Ben Parker, I would have been like, yes! Right. Because that's his motivation for that, being a that's hero. That's forever going to be a thing that's missing. I from really homecoming. hope that they touch upon it in Far From Home. I really hope they. Do. I hope so too, but I mean, like, I don't know why they did it. I don't know why they didn't either. It's always going to bug me. It's always going to bug me because it. I mean, like, I know that they wanted it to stand on their own two feet. I get that, and I mean, that's part of the reason why we didn't get another, uh, like, actual Ben Parker death scene. Yeah. Which I'm fine with, mm -hmm. but. Like reference. That's all I'm saying. But I love that he's like my father was Ben Parker. Yeah, oh, and I beats love that the so fuck out of him. But it does lead into the one really like every once in a while, Raimi does these things where you're just like, why would you do that? And it's the scene where so Goblin is beat up, helmets off, you know, and now Parker knows that he's hit Norman Osborne, and he's like, well, I can help you, blah blah blah, and they've got the glider with the blades coming out and it's coming up behind him and just as it's about to hit Spider-Man he flips right before it hits Goblin he goes oh and it's just this funny little thing but you're like why would you I, I didn't mind that I because I, it's like it's just weird Godspeed Spider-Man yeah <laughs> you that, like that voice where you're just yeah. like you're chilling <laughs> oh and, it's just, and then boom oh. but then he while he's dying he goes Peter, don't tell Harry. And I love that. I love that, too. I, I really that. like that. I hate And he people. held that throughout the whole trilogy, to mm -hmm. not tell Harry. Even though his best friend hated him. Hated Spider-Man, which is him. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. Like, that, I mean, that would But I even love that scene, too, where, like, like had, had he, Harry not seen Spider-Man drop, drop him off, but, yeah. I mean, that was just, like, like, there's so much good in this movie that, like I said, like, I'll just fast forward through the sappy romance stuff, like... Yes, you know, like I. Although I, I love the ending, I love the ending where she's just like. Right. I I I guess I've always known I I I've always loved you. I yeah. want to be with you, and he goes, 
I will always be there for you as a friend. As a friend. And then she goes, just a friend, Peter Parker. Yeah. And, and then it's just, like that walking away, and he's yeah. just like, this is my gift. My this curse. is my curse. Yeah. You know, I'll yeah. forever be Spider-Man. Yeah. And then who, it's just who that. Who am I? Aw- I'm Spider-Man. Yeah. Who am I? I'm Spider-Man. And then you get the awesome swinging. swing through New York. Oh. It's just like. Oh, and then you get to uh, this. The flagpole at the oh. end. And then he does that classic pose pulling in. And it yeah. goes through the eye. I was like, holy shit. The sappy parts that I'm talking about are specifically when Aunt May's in the hospital. And she comes to visit them. Okay, yeah, and yeah, And it's yeah. just this really like, oh, shut up. Like, ugh. I, I enjoy that, but it, it goes too long. That's it my goes problem. It goes too long. So I like it, it feels dragged out. And I like Aunt May just like smiling and like, I, I, I like it, but I agree it's too long. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So just to recap for me, um, <laughs> I, I fucking love this movie. Like, I mean, I will. I, I still love this movie. So do I. I still love this movie. I mean, even like these minor gripes, the costume and stuff like that, it's not enough for me to just never watch this movie again like I said like I if it's on TV I'm watching it yeah you know if I'm bored out of my mind I'll pop it in yeah I it's just it's so good and not even just because of all the nostalgia stuff but because like it's just such a really good Spider-Man movie mm-hmm. you know it is it, it's I'll go through my uh, my point four notes yeah here and then I will uh, I will chew them up chew them in. okay so okay I'll see um so Toby is still my favorite Peter Parker because because a geeky nerdy kid is how I envision Peter. I I I mean like these movies. Yeah, but I mean Tom Holland's Peter Parker is a geeky nerdy kid. Yeah, but Even he, he's like a that. modern geeky nerdy kid, and that's the thing. Like to me, like I always I'm always gonna think of the Peter that was created in the '60s and the '70s and the '80s, not the the more modern take that Amazing did, and, and then the modern take that. To, uh, well, the, the, the amazing one, I'm like, fuck that shit. Oh, fuck man, that shit. When I saw him skateboarding, I was like, that's not Peter Parker. Yeah. Um, um, I, don't I, don't wrong. I don't know. Well, okay, here's the thing. Okay, I, I love, I think Toby is, is an amazing Peter, and he's a good Spider-Man. Oh, no, I'll agree with you there. good Spider-Man. He's a really good Peter Parker. He's yeah. a good Spider-Man. Yeah. He's not a great Spider-Man. And Garfield was an awful Peter Parker. Ugh. But he was a pretty good Spidey. Like I enjoyed his quips and everything. Like I enjoyed. I, him. I, my problem with that one is he always came off really douchey. Yeah, he did. You know, some Where, of it was kind of cool. Like some of it worked, but a lot of it was me just like. Ugh. Whereas Tom Holland can do both excellent. Yeah. And that's the, yeah. that's the thing. Like he's my I favorite. I do Peter. feel like Holland's Peter Parker though. If you take him out of that uh, that class for geniuses that he's a part of. He's a nerd. Like mm-hmm. they're not like the one scene where Ned's just like, uh, "I got the you know new Lego Death Star," mm-hmm. and the girls are like, "Blade," and immediately Peter Parker's like, "No way, that's awesome." Yeah, no, I mean, don't you know? get wrong. He is nerdy and geeky. He just doesn't have that that sixties that olden day quality that these movies have. Okay, but that that's I enjoy this, myself. Yeah, but that's Raimi though. Raimi chose to go right, that right. He right. didn't have to. And he I chose. Just, I like to, that too. I'm not knocking it. I still... Holland is probably still my... Actually, you know what? I'll have to table it because Spider-Man 2 is still just... My my perfect representation of Spider-Man and Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Like, they're both... And especially because McGuire's firing at all cylinders there. Yeah. The writing is firing yeah. at all cylinders. Yeah. Holland's really, really... They're probably neck and neck right now. Yeah. Far From Home might edge... Ah, no, because Infinity War actually really put it over the top for me. I'm still... It's still... No, 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 that's fine. I'm just like... 
Let's see. What else do I got here? Um, Willem Dafoe was awesome. He's menacing <laughs> and creepy. Just oh really God. great. But even the aspects were like, because I know they tried to play it like it was a split personality. Yeah. Which I was a little, I still am not the biggest fan of. I kind of, the mirror sequence was awesome. The mirror sequence is the only time. When he was flipping back and forth in the where mirror. That's really cool because yeah. it's literally like, you have him like, oh, and then he's just like, yeah. 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 You know, and you're like, oh man, that's really cool. But I love this. Uh, one of my favorite scenes is when he's like fresh out of the fire sequence and he's just like this and that. Or the elevator going to the Thanksgiving dinner. It's just like, and then um, the little looks he gives to Aunt May when she swipes his hand. He's just like, I can do whatever I want. How dare you? I can kill you. Defoe is amazing. Defoe is so good in this movie. Like I said right at the beginning, that I'll watch anything he's in because Mm -hmm. of it. Yeah. You know, or when I see him in movies and I don't realize he's in it, I'm like, oh, like in John Wick. I was like, yeah, yeah, all right. Please don't kill him. Uh, Kirsten Dunside, I enjoyed as MJ, um, because t- I, I'm I'm more into romantic stuff than than you are. I think mm. I'm I'm a sap for that kind of stuff. I did watch Twenty Seven Dresses. Mm, so did I. Yeah, twice. I think about twice. <laughs> um, but I I, I enjoy the same in the romance aspect. It's just um, like I said at the beginning. I just I don't believe the chemistry in this movie as much. Right. It's more so in the second there, one. There's moments that's... there's moments in this where I feel they really click, but the second is a perfect. Like they really match up great in the yeah. second film. Yeah. Um, but I enjoyed her story throughout this whole movie. Like seeing her as as, you know, the cool girl at school, but then you see her home life is awful. Yeah. And that's she's right. She's gotta get out of that home and do her own thing in the city and, and she then goes to that, be a, uh, she goes to the period of time that elapses. Yeah. She goes to be on Broadway but she's Waiting tables at the shitty restaurant. Yeah, no, or, I agree. I, I think like, that's I, actually you're right. She had a great arc. In the she film. did have a great arc. You're right. That is actually pretty cool. That yeah, you're right because they do kind of dirty her up a bit. Yeah, and they never do that in the comic books. It's always just she's always been like the elite. Exactly. Yeah. Like, so like this is model like I which which you never bought. Attainable. Which you never bought like a geeky kid like Peter would be with like this amazing beautiful model perfect. Are you kidding me? Like he's know. he's ripped though. Yeah, I know, but like personality wise, you don't believe it. As it's hard to believe, books. even though we grew up with them being yeah. married, yeah. so we just kind of accepted it. Right, because she kind of, I mean, they clicked more later on in the comic books, but like originally when she was introduced in the comics, like, oh yeah, you never bought that. Well, no, and, Whereas and not here, only that, you can believe it. He never, he didn't pursue her for a while, though. Yeah, well, he was doing the Gwen thing, right? Yeah, and, and then so, even after that, he didn't yeah. pursue her right away either. Which made sense, because Gwen died. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I enjoyed that. Uh, James Franco, I enjoyed seeing him here as uh, Harry, and I thought, you know, he grows, he's got a great arc throughout all three films. Yeah, he does. He Not really so much does. just this one one, but the, as uh, the yeah, whole trilogy. he really does. He's got a full circle. He's got circle. one of the better he's ones. He's got a full actually, circle. One. Out of all of them, he's got yeah. one of the better ones. Mm-hmm. So he was really good. Uh, Rosemary Harris and Cliff Robinson were perfectly cast as Ant-Man and, yeah. and Uncle Ben. Like, holy shit. Perfect. Holy shit. Especially because, like we, we talked about, if you're going to mine, like, the original, sort of, like, 1960s... Yeah. Then casting an older, a much older Ant-Man and Uncle Ben works perfectly, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah, I mean, so good. They're great. So I mean, good. and they're great actors, too. And Yeah. I've, He's still alive. He, is he? I believe she, she is, too. They're maybe. both still alive. Uh, or he might have just passed away, but... They, they look like they were... Pushing seventy at least in this movie. Yeah, so she's still alive for sure. That okay. I just saw and I was like, oh wow, she's still alive. He, I'm almost certain, is still alive. 
Okay. Luckily for them, they don't look too far off from what they Oh, I mean, so they were both great. Um, Danny Elfman's score is incredibly memorable. It takes just enough hints from the Batman score, his Tim Burton Batman score, yeah. and then makes it its own thing. And yeah. it's 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 a great score. Don't forget the Asian woman. The Asian woman. Spider Man. Oh, Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that the second movie though, right? She's in both. Is she in both? She's in both. Because in the second one, it's, Where have you gone, oh, Spider-Man? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> She's great. Uh, <laughs> uh, my my favorite casting in the whole series is J.K. Simmons. Oh. It's J. Jonah Jameson. He's not too in the first one too much, but he, his role gets larger throughout. Yeah, but like he's in just enough, because I'm even in the theater, I remember we were both just like, because like, when he was cast and they showed us a picture, we were like, Okay. Yeah. And then when he opened his mouth, that was it. Yeah. That was it. Brother. Yeah. You know? Like, and it's like, like I feel bad for anyone else. Yeah. The only other uh, depiction that I've seen recently that has really been really, really good would be uh, the shock jock version in uh, PS4 right. Spider-Man. Right. Because that was really good. Yeah. Like, no, the I, sound, yeah. the cadence. Yeah. How he projected everything, it just was great. But yeah, yeah. J.K. Simmons was just yeah, he's amazing, and I mean like so good. And I think that's the reason why J. Jonah Jameson wasn't in Amazing. That's why he hasn't been in Homecoming yet. It's how the hell do you talk that? I say just I cast was, him again. I bring him back. I <laughs> honestly cast him again. If I was Marvel Studios, don't even think about recasting. You know, that. like what are You're the odds never, it's going to be Jim Gordon yeah, again? Really? Yeah, that, that's not happening. You know, and that just, was a weird casting, anyways. It's actually, Especially you know, when he got freaking jacked. That's the part that made it weird. And he's in a trench coat the whole movie. Yeah. I don't... You get uh, no sense that he's got these gigantic guns under his yeah, jacket. Yeah. So it's like, why would you do why? that? Why? It made no sense to me. I don't know. But he is amazing in this. Yeah. Um. It's hard not to smile for me. Hard. It's hard not to smile throughout pretty much the entire film. Because I feel, and I was talking to you about this, and you're, you question me on Homecoming and stuff. To me, this movie has so much heart. No, it it so does it does, and the more we talk about this, like and like I said, and even just watching it, I do still really love Homecoming mm-hmm. for all like a lot of the parts, but not as a whole. Like it's still a great movie. Yeah, it's a it's a marvelized Spider Man for sure. And but I mean, I like I said, I don't like the Tony Stark aspects. Mm-hmm. I don't like how there's no mention of Ben. Like it's, they almost like go out of the way not to mention Ben I Parker. Know, I know. You know, and like there are scenes that for me would have been more powerful if that that was the driving force. So like when I watch this, like, it's refreshing because you're like, well, yeah. yeah. Or reading Ultimate Spider-Man, even that updated version, that's still you know the impetus. Yeah. You know, I mean, like it ends with him saying, "I couldn't save Ben, but I saved you." It's like. Oh, yeah. Well, fuck, man. That's uh, awesome. So, yeah. It's so good. Uh, my last note that I'm going to uh, mention is I love how Raimi, now he does this with the whole trilogy, I love how he takes iconic moments from the comic books and brings them to life in his films. Yeah. In this one, the kiss. Yep. yep the so kiss, kiss in the rain yeah. is amazing. Weird. I love that scene so It's a much. great scene, but, like, adult eyes, it's weird that she would just suddenly kiss the stranger. A mask. I mean, she saved his, his life, or she twice he saved her life twice. It's twice at that point. Yeah. And I mean, I guess, and I, I feel like she always had a sense it was Peter. So do I. Like when he tells her in the second movie, it's she like, goes, "I, I guess feel I like I, I always knew." I always or, knew, and you're like, and I felt that too. Yeah, like just the way just she something about it. Yeah. So, but overall, so, like I mean, while it. it's not my favorite of the trilogy, mm-hmm. 
It's a very close second. It's a great film. It, and it, it, it holds up really so good. well. I hadn't watched it in so long, and so then when I rewatched it, I, I was like, you know, I was like, oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Like, there's a lot of this that I really, really like. I, like, even that part where uh, Goblin goes after May, and she's reciting the Bible verse, and he's like, Finish it! Yes! You're yes. like, that's fucking badass! He's like, I'm all paid all night! You know? And you're like, Jesus! Yeah. And then uh, Peter calls uh, May, and, and then it's just like, Hello, Spider-Man! <laughs> like, you son of a bitch! Hello. Like, there's a lot of really, really, really good shit. It's a good movie. It's, 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 it's I almost feel like movie. we should just follow up with this one. <laughs> just, just to get this out of the way. But we won't. What no. we'll do is we'll follow up with Spider-Man 2. Still to this day, one of the greatest superhero movies of all time. Absolutely. Hands down. Um, after watching this, I still feel like it's easily in my top five of all time. It is, it it, is in this, my top five this of is, all this time. This is probably better than... 95% of the MCU films <clears throat> to me. Um, and I mean, I've, there's a couple MCU movies that are above this. Probably like Winter Soldier, Avengers. It's it's very limited. But it's um, like, it's all under that same like top five thing. Like, it's really yeah, hard it's to, such a I tight top five. I can't do a top five superhero movie without this movie. Yeah. Like, if that's it. Like, I can't do mm -hmm. it without it. I can bump other movies depending on how I'm feeling, because obviously sometimes you're just like, you know what, maybe I was. But this one, it's, it's, uh, it is absolutely amazing. Oh, some would say spectacular. Some would say that it is spectacular. Mm -hmm. Or just simply Spider-Man. Spider-Man 2. <laughs> uh, so. I have very small amount of notes on this one just because yeah, I feel like we're just going to be raving like, on lunatics the whole time. Okay, so it. again, this is another movie we saw in the theater. Yep. Opening night. Yep. Which these days is a lot easier to do with AVX. I gotta say. It is. You know what? Back in the day, this. back in the day, we must have went like hmm, 30 to 40 superhero movies like straight opening nights. Yeah. And for us, opening night that, was that's, like... That's over. Not thirty or forty. No, it but it's been that many. But you know what I mean. But, like, it well, we, cause, but you actually had to go there, in some cases, an hour early. Yeah. To get your spot in line, just to buy the fucking ticket, mm -hmm. and then wait for the movie to start, and then get a seat together. And this is back in the day before we were really driving. That's right. You know, I lucked out because I lived right by the theater. Yeah. That was like the only saving grace for me was that I could just pop on over there. Exactly. You know, Walking you had to drive. I was in your the parents, movies. Your parents had to drive you. And then once you got the vehicle, yeah. then it's a lot of I easier. think I was driving for Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 1, the fact that I watched that eight times in the theater and I wasn't driving yet. Yeah. <laughs> That's nuts. That's right, because I met That's you, crazy. your dad, your yeah. mom, your brother. It used to be a full family affair. That's right. Megan was there. Like, That's right. Everyone went. That's right. Everyone went. But uh, Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 2 was a fucking revelation. Mm -hmm. It was, because, uh, what year did Dark Knight come out? Dark Knight. 2008? 2008, yeah. Yeah, 2008. So this is yeah. four years removed. Batman Begins came out a year after Spider-Man That's right. So, watching this movie, sitting in the theater, and the first thing you see is Peter Parker delivering, like, Pizza. pizzas. Yeah. On a shitty moped. And yeah. they have that like hilarious sequence, but it's like if you're not there in uh, twenty nine minutes, it's free. Mm -hmm. And you have to do this, otherwise I'm gonna have to fire you. Yeah. You have to do this, right? 
And they do these like funny little interludes where he's on the moped, then he's getting fucked around in traffic, so he ditches the moped, and now he's Spider-Man. And I, you know, you know, the first time I watched that interview, I was like, why don't you just be Spider-Man the whole time? But it's plenty. He's trying to separate his life, right? He's I, trying to find a balance. Yeah. But I love that there's that one line where it's like, that guy stole, or Spider-Man stole that guy's pizza. And he's yeah. like, that's Whoa! That's the what's up guy. He doesn't, he doesn't take like, oh man, that guy was Spider-Man. He goes, Spider-Man stole that guy's pizzas. <laughs> Out of all the good that Spider-Man's done in like, we'll say it's been like two years. Let's yeah. say it's been two years since he's been Spider-Man. All the good. And one second he's just like, he stole that guy's pizza. And you're like, holy fuck. So then of course, you know, he's swinging. Now he's swinging through uh, in New York. He's got the pizzas. Yeah. And just when you think he's going to make it, nope, nope, because he's got to save a couple kids from the street, you yeah. know? But it's awesome because he saves them and he's just like, hey, no playing in the streets. And like, we won't, Mr. Spider-Man. Like, yes. You know, like he stops there and he's the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. No one's scared of him. Mm-hmm. No one's trying to like fuck him up or trying to arrest him because they all get that he's a hero. He just wants to do the right thing. Yeah. I was like, man, I forgot how awesome that is to watch this in a movie. There's like TC where everyone just hates and fears everybody, but uh, but yeah, and then there's that sequence where he comes out of the broom closet. Nobody knows. He's fucking around with the brooms; they're all falling, and it goes. That scene probably goes for a full it's minute. It's just painfully like, awkward, uh, uh, uh. and you're just like, and then he gets there, and it's like, ain't paying for those. Yeah. And it's Zoe Deschanel's uh, sister. Yeah, I know. You know? Before Bones. Like, what are you talking about? It's, uh, it's 33 minutes, you're late. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. And then it's just like, well, here you go. And then he gets fired. And he gets fired. You know, and you're like, oh, man, that sucked. And then what does he do? He's late for class. Mm-hmm. For Dr. Kirk Connors. <laughs> I know. And Dylan Baker was such great casting for that, too. Oh, a- yeah. Yeah, way better than uh, Rice Ephraim. Ephraim. Yeah, I mean that guy was all right. But he's he's a good actor, but it's just I I just remember it was weird casting because I remember immediately being like, oh, do you have nothing better to do? Yeah. Or is he like looking for superhero bucks? Like I I don't understand this. Like it just didn't make any sense to me. Yeah. But anyway, so uh, so this whole big setup and it's just so cool. You know, and you're right, like, he's he's really, he's doing a shitty job of balancing mm. his home. Because then, of course, you know, he goes home to his shitbag apartment. Yeah. And he's back on rent. Although, that is a funny interlude. Oh, I loved all of that. That was right? hilarious. Yeah. You know, um, or the, the, the daughter who's in love with him. Yeah. She wants him. And and originally, they were saying that was, what, Felicia Hardy? Is that kind of I where they were going at first? I think that's like, what they were like his, they painting at. I, I don't even think they say her name in the movie. I, I don't think they say her name either. But I think they were they were heavily implying that, that she was going to be Felicia Hardy, right? Which, which I didn't no see at all. It's like that doesn't look like Black no. Cat. But like, it, they had these like cute little interludes and stuff. Yeah, like, I, I thought, thought she was a really cute like character. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and even just uh, trying to be close as close to Mary Jane as possible, but always like Spider Man always disappointing her, he, disappointing her stuff. But see, this is kind of where. I've changed a little bit because up until that, up until this point recently, I, I was watching this movie and I remember thinking to myself, "Is it weird that she doesn't mention her fiance at all or her boyfriend at all until you know uh, she, he's trying to talk to her about the other night where he missed it, you know?" And she's just like, oh, 
sometimes it feels like you're there, but you're not there. And he does that whole thing, like, well, if you prick me, I bleed, and, mm-hmm. and this and that. And she's like, yeah, well, you know what, um, my boyfriend asked me to marry him, so I'm going to marry him. Well, no, that's, he, she said she's seen someone. She's seen someone? Because Jameson proposes while he's taking pictures. Okay, that's right. Right, but, so, but the lead up to that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm. This is the guy she wants to be with, but he doesn't want to be with her. But at no point in time does she say, "Hey, by the way, like I got a boyfriend," or "I'm seeing some guy." Before any of this, it's waiting until the last possible minute to be like, "Okay, well, you had your shot, but I've been seeing someone anyway." Yeah, I. And then, I feel like she would do that though. I mean, I feel like I feel like. Would you? She wanted him. She she wanted him though. I know, but would you do that? Would you wait till the last possible second? It just seems a little shady to me. That's okay. all I'm getting at. Okay. It just seems a little shady. Okay. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm super pumped when they get together at the ending. Mm-hmm. Right? But like, And especially because it does feel earned. Yeah. Okay, it doesn't feel forced, which is probably one of the reasons why I loved the ending of the first one so much was because they were playing it like, well, of course they get together. Yeah. Because that's what they do in every fucking movie. You know, and then they don't do that. It's the same with Batman Begins. If they don't do it, you're like, oh, well, right? So, um, I, I, I don't know. I guess I, I maybe just bugged me because it just they were using that to really hammer home that he can't, or he's having a hard time juggling both. And he's doing that whole, like, I can't have her and be Spider-Man, so I'm going to be Spider-Man and mm-hmm. I'm going to suffer type of thing. That part, I don't know, maybe it's just how I'm interpreting it. Okay. But, but it also ties into when he's losing his powers, which still... Kind of doesn't make much sense to me. Like, I know they try to say it, like, when you deny aspects of yourself, then you know, things don't work properly. Yeah, it's basically you got to, like, believe in yourself, right? Yeah. And he's... And he's losing that belief in himself. Yeah. Because... it That's just probably one of the more heavy-handed versions it, of it. His, in, inside, he starts to feel more like, I want to be Peter more than Spider-Man. Yeah, I get that. Powers cut I off. get that. It just seems weird. Which makes for some pretty off. funny moments when he's falling through They're the sky. hilarious. They are actually really fun. Yeah. Like, the first time it happens... Yeah. And he falls on the build, like on the roof, and you're just like, oof. Yeah. You're like, okay. That was a rough landing. Uh, that was a Ouch. rough landing, you know. But the other one where he actually falls, uh, like, straight almost into the garbage bag. Oh, pail, yeah. Hits that, and then lands in the puddle, and he's just kind of sitting there, and you're just like, oh. What the heck? No, heck. Oh. Well, yeah, yeah, that one when he's, when he's trying to get his powers oh, kickstarted again. Bouncing off. And he's just like, oh, my back. And then it's oh. just like, oh, no, my back. And you're like, oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, shit. So oh. I guess it's, I don't know, like, even though I, like, I, to this day, it still kind of bugs me. It's not, it's, it's like one of those, like, it's not even like a minus per se. It's just one of those, like, eh. But everything else is just so good. Mm-hmm. It's still, like, I mean, for me, it's five Chris out of five. Because, well, fuck the introduction of Dr. Octopus. Yeah, I mean, like, this right off the bat. Alfred Molina as Otto Octavius was the best casting probably out of But even the way they presented him. His whole, like, everything was perfect about that character. You know, like, I even like the part where uh, Peter's writing a paper on Dr. Otto's, Octavius' work, and Dr. Connors goes, uh, Otto's a friend of mine. Or no, he goes, Octavius is a friend of mine. You better do your homework. And I thought that was a really nice touch because in New York, wouldn't these like scientific geniuses kind of all know each other. other to some degree? Yeah. You know? And I mean, like, it's cool that Harry is, is working with them with the yeah. tritium and he's like, yeah. yeah, I'll hook you up and meet him. 
Uh, maybe your Spider-Man buddy will come and then smack. I hate you for loving Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the smack will make it hurt. Yeah. That was a good smack. Yeah, it was a really good smack. But then he, then Harry brings Peter there, and I was like, I don't have time for this. And, yeah. And then Harry's basically like, you're going to make time if you want this yeah. funding. It's like, okay. Yeah. All and, right. But that ends up loving Peter. Oh. It, what's yeah. he say? So like, oh, Kurt told yeah, me about you. Yeah, he's like, uh, oh, you're a Connor student. Uh, yeah. Brilliant, but lazy. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, well, yeah, I yeah. guess it makes sense. Because yeah. I, I mentioned this before, like in the previous one, where it's just like, they show Peter all like always out of breath, always late, always rushing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it makes sense that this is going to do that because yeah. I mean he's swinging all across New York for one thing, and yeah, he's Spider Man. But eventually he's going to be like, okay, like, I'm fucking tired, mm-hmm. right? Um, but that whole introduction when they meet, they hang out, and they you meet his wife, right? Mm-hmm. Which that's new. They didn't really do that in the comic no. books. You know, sure, he shacked up with Aunt May for a bit, but that's a that's a story for another day. Oh, or not. Eh. <laughs> they hooked up. <clears throat> but anyway, so that meeting is great because you get to see Peter Parker being confident in, in nerdy Peter Parker, not yeah. having to be like a nerd and hiding it type of thing. You like, And like you said, they fall in love with him immediately. Mm-hmm. He's inspired by them and vice versa and stuff like that. So then... When you get to see the arms, which bounce back and forth between brilliant CGI and really good prosthetics, yeah, is incredible to watch. Yeah, I think it for the most part, it's probably all like practical effects. A lot of it is practical effects. When he's on the buildings and stuff, it's obviously CGI. There's the uh, the initial scene where he does the big reveal. Yeah, those are CGI. Very cool looking. Like when they're on the ground, they're real. But then when they're moving, they were CGI and they're just picking it apart right away. But I also love how uh, the goggles from the comic books make it there. Yeah. Because he's got to uh, harness the power of the sun mm-hmm. to create this uh, renewable energy source. The bulb, like his haircut is there because of the neurotransmitter. Yeah. So again, you're like, he fuckers thought of everything. The arms are there to actually be able to harness the power and create the renewable energy, you know? So it's like three things all explained instantly. Yeah. Sure, in the comic books it was explained because, you know, he was handling toxic chemicals and then they spilled and that's why he became Dr. Octopus. But this I really loved that because they were sentient arms and the neural inhibitor prevented them from taking over. Yeah. And like, and he casually just like, no, that's why I have this because it'll protect me from them, you know. And they're like, oh, okay. And then it all goes to shit. Yeah. Immediately too, and I, I just, I love the scene where like Spider Man shows up, saves the day. Harry is still just like, fuck it you. Doesn't change anything. Fuck you. Yeah. I hate you. <laughs> and, but yeah, I love that he's just like, doesn't change anything. And you're like, well, it should. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. it, it really should. Maybe dead, but. You know, but then that whole thing ruins Harry. So now we start to do that downward spiral for him. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean to brush your leg like that. Was that I couldn't tell if that was you or Spider Man. It was. He's, me. he's been brushing me. For, <laughs> um. It was definitely me. But like, uh, but so that starts to begin his downward spiral. Yeah. <clears throat> and you see him like boozing it up and everything, and he's like 
Spider-Man ruined me. Where's your little buddy, right? Yeah. He smacks him really hard. And, oh. and I feel for Peter at that point because you're right. Like, he doesn't say anything at all. It, it's to like, I'm watching and I'm like, I don't, if I was Spider-Man, I don't think I'd want to be Spider-Man in that case either. Like, my best friend is smacking me, the woman of my dreams I can't be with, and she hates me Yeah, now. I can't make, I can't do, I, I'm, I'm shit, I'm shit in the bed at school, I, I, can't exactly. hold a, I can't hold a job. I'm, he's got two jobs, Yeah, and he's, like, so far in debt for rent, and just basic necessities. Yeah. Like, I mean, even his friggin' uh, moped gets destroyed, although that scene was awesome, like, when the, he, she's trying to make it to the... Play, I know. And he does the kind of heartbreaking because does like, the backflip, and the yeah. kids are just like, "Whoa, how'd you do that?" And he's just like, uh, "Eat green vegetables." I just eat my green vegetables, and I got plenty of rest. This That's what my mom always tells me. <laughs> I just never believed her. And I'm like, "Yes, it's so great," you know. And they do that awesome scene with uh, Bruce Campbell, mm -hmm. and he just fucking lets him have it. But like, the Spider-Man stuff, the Peter Parker stuff. This resonates so much. Like, even now, I'm just like, like, now when I'm an adult and I've got, you know, bills and I've got work and I've got home life and you're like, yeah, like, I actually. It's really hard. Just, to, that's a juggle. There's days when it's hard to juggle it. You know, even that's a juggle. And I'm just like, yeah, like, I really feel for him. Then you add in the fact that this guy, like, saves people's lives on the regular. Like, like they have a police scanner. Do him. you ever sleep? Yeah. You know? Like, exactly. where do you fit in sleep? Exactly, like you're just like holy shit, like it's just incredible. It's amazing the things Spectacular. that this guy is doing, you know. And and he does all of this, and finally he goes to me, "Hey, look, it's my fault. Ben's dead because of me." And she kicks him out of the house. I know. And he's just like, "Oh." That was a crazy scene. Just like the look on her face. Just it pulls her hand away from oh. him. And, and I was she like, just oh. walks upstairs. Let's say a word. Walks upstairs. And this is the same woman at the beginning of the movie is like forcing him to take money even though oh, that the was, house that is was so heartbreaking. And she's you will like, take this You money. have to take this. And he's just like, okay, fine. Mm -hmm. You know? And then, uh, well, of course, it leads to the hilarious bank scene. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for my toaster. And it's just like, well, you need to deposit $300 or more. Oh. Oh. Kicks him? That's <laughs> <laughs> supposed to be Peter. The, but uh. getting back to Dr. Octopus, so the introduction is great. When everything goes to shit and his wife gets killed. And the way they shot it, too, with the reflection of the glass. Oh, my God. And then so he goes nuts. You know what? The whole introduction, that and then onwards, like Sam Raimi went to his horror roots for, for that. Oh. Well, the, I, I was watching it, I was just like, my god, this is amazing. This is like a horror movie right I now. couldn't get I, over, like, when he's he's in the operating room, yeah. and they're trying to figure out where to start with these arms, and try to how to get it off, and even, like, getting, like, a handheld uh, chainsaw, mm -hmm. and then the arms are now awakening. The way they're moving around the room, it, you know what it reminded me of? John Carver is the thing. Yes, when, very when much. When the body is on the oh. table, and it's just like... Like, like they look... The arms are in the thing. Yeah. Then they look away. They look back. One's down. And you're like, what the fuck? And then they start seeing the view from the arms themselves. I know. And then that woman is screaming. It's scratching. <laughs> like, like oh. they are, they're all dead. Oh. Like, they don't talk about deaths in any of the Spider-Man movies. Oh. Okay? Those people are murdered. Yeah. Like, flat out. Brutally I mean, murdered, too. I mean, yeah, okay. They blatantly killed people in the first one. They hide it 
really well in the second one, but he fucking kills those people. Mm. Flat out kills them. And then, like, they get to that, like, outskirts where his new base of operations is, and he's just like, oh my god, like, what am I? And then the, they start talking, he's like, you're right, I must rebuild. And then he realizes the chip is yeah, like... Yeah, but then it, he doesn't care because they're in him now, and they're just like, we must rebuild, we'll need more money. Then they go to the bank, and he's in a trench coat, um, and I, I all... They never mention that he gets stronger in this movie. That was my only problem throughout the whole movie, and it still is while watching, is that yeah, even to the, he is to this day falling from the sky and hitting the ground, like his regular body. He's, okay, so if you argue that Spider-Man is pulling his punches, I can accept that. Except, he is full-on punching Spider-Man and not breaking anything. Yeah. Okay? Spider-Man is stronger, just period, just stronger. Yeah. Yeah. So a normal human punches him like, in the comic books, he's hitting people with his finger, flicking them to knock them out. That's mm -hmm. how strong he is. So when you punch him, it's like uh, Batman punching Spider-Man, or Superman. Yeah. He can only do so much with kryptonite before he's breaking his hands, like in 608. Mm -hmm. You know, he says that. He's like, anymore, I'm breaking every bone in my hand. So it's the same thing. So the fact that they didn't mention that he got stronger does bug me. Still bugs me. It, it, it never not bugged me because I'm always just like... Yeah. You know, like, yeah, okay, Even if you're pulling your punches... Like, I consider it a perfect movie still. I love it. Oh, yeah. But that's, that, I can that, that is, that is something that's always bugged me. And I mean, it would make sense why Peter would be pulling his punches, because he that knows Otto. He knows Otto. It's not just some random bank Exactly. Robber, Otto right? doesn't know who he is, but yeah. he knows, Yeah. right? And you're right, like, it makes sense, and it makes sense to me. Yeah. I said it. It makes perfect sense. It was more or less, like, Otto falling and hitting things. That and, part, like, but the punching is another one where I'm just yeah. like... Because you can't pull getting punched. Mm. You know, if you punch me in the face, it's going to hurt you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, yes. It is, it's going to hurt you. Yeah. And I, there's no amount of me, like, trying to move with it. Like, yeah. I could try to move with it and lessen the impact. But you're still going to be fucked up for a week at least. So. <laughs> so that's part of the truth. Yeah. I might be fucked up for a week at least. But anyway. But, so, yeah. But. Still, those fucking fight scenes. The fight scenes are so good. In like, it. I even like the like the agreement. So Otto knows that he can get uh, tritium, mm -hmm. tritium, not tritium, tritium from Osborne. So he goes to Osborne and says, "Hey, I need more. I need this much." And then Osborne goes, "Fine, give me Spider Man." Yeah. And he's like, "I don't know where to look." Peter Parker. Yeah. And don't hurt Peter. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Don't hurt Peter." He's already long gone. He never yeah. Did that. Well, <laughs> At least he saved my drink. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> but even those scenes too, like when uh, there's the thud and he's like, and people are like, what the fuck is that? What's that? And it's him walking up the walls. Um, the scene at the bank is really, really cool. I really like the scene at the bank because uh, you get that shot where uh, he's about to gut Spider-Man and Aunt May fucks him up from behind. Yeah. And then there's that awkward moment where he's like, we should have showed him. And she's like, what are you, like, we? And he's like, <laughs> okay, yeah. it fucks off. But then we get to still one of my favorite superhero fight scenes of all time. And the entire set <coughs> is awesome. They took the template from the MJ subway car, right? And it's... Uh, <coughs> yeah, because... Mm. Sorry, water. I'm Sweet getting water. ahead of here. Uh, so MJ is like... Do you love me? Do you love me? This yeah. is a coffee scene. Yeah. And he's just like, no. But then 
Spider-Sense kicks in, the giant car, we get that awesome scene where he's flipping with her. Yeah. And then Otto, Otto Octavius fucking grabs him, sends him flying, takes her, fucks off. Now Peter's like, that's it, I'm Spider-Man. And that's it. So then they have that awesome scene where he's swinging through New York, and the entire thing is through his through Otto's reflection in his goggles. I was like, this is crazy. Yeah. And they're at the clock tower, mm-hmm. and they're having that whole big fight scene on the clock tower, which is literally interspersed between CGI and live action, and then they fall down onto the subway train, and then they continue the fight there. Like, on top, inside, it's around, on the side, like everywhere. You on know, and then Otto's like throwing people, and Spider-Man's saving them, getting back up to the train, and then uh, Otto busts the brakes, mm-hmm. and then uh, fucks off. There's the big spark, Spider-Man's mask is off, and now Spider-Man is trying to stop the train, and then finally, like, flips a million times, finally saves, like, stops the train, passes out from exhaustion. That scene, though. Oh. Oh. It is so good. And all the people behind him just like watching. They're like, holy crap. And then, like, as he's about to fall, they catch him. Yeah. They carry him. They bring him in over They top. very gently pull him down. Like, I've breathed this. One guy, the, I think three or four times on our camcast, I've talked about this scene. Yeah. And I love that the one dude, I cut you off big time, but I love yeah. that the dude is just like, he's just a kid. Yeah. He's no older than my kid. Exactly. And you're like, yeah, even though he looks like he's 40. Anyway. And the kids, Sam Raimi's kids, are like, we found this. You know? And you're like, they're crying almost because these people are we like... We won't tell anyone. We won't tell anyone. This And this is, of course, before cell phones and smartphones and everything. But I get the impression that even then, they wouldn't have taken his picture. You know what I mean? And then Doc if, Ock comes back in there. Gets in. And they're all just standing in front. They start going. And then, and then Peter's just like... And he's like, no, 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 no. no, no. no. But I mean, uh, they're like... Uh, you got to get through all of us. And he goes, very well. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. Yeah. That's awesome. And then, uh, yeah, he knocks him out, takes him to where Mary Jane is. And then... Uh, no, he takes him to Harry. Oh, he takes him to Harry. That's right. That's right. Harry first. And then... That's where Harry finds just out like, Peter. You have to, that's right. He goes, this, it's, this is bigger than the two of us. That's right. Bigger than the two of us. I need to know where she is. And then he's just like, uh, is she there? It's over there or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, that's crazy. And, and it's awesome, too, because now you've got Harry who's torn because his best friend is his most hated enemy. Mm-hmm. What's he going to do? Yeah. And they tease that so awesomely at the end of this movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. And then one of my favorite things, again, another one of my favorite things in this movie. Yes, he's fighting Dr. Octopus in that last sequence. But all he's really trying to do is appeal to the inner Dr. Otto. Yeah. He tried to do that with Norman Osborn, but Norman Osborn was inherently a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Otto is a good guy. Like, there's this, he's choking him. And he's just like, come on, you're better than this. You wanted to save the world, you know, after he's got no mask on. And he's yeah. just like, wait a minute. Parker. Brilliant, but lazy. Yeah. And like, now's not the time, <laughs> asshole. We gotta fix this shit. Yeah. You know, and then you get uh, MJ seeing him and going like, and the way that it was shot, because you see Otto get up and he's going, he's going to take down that what what what's it called the reactor? Or yeah, like the power of the sun. I don't know what they call it. Um, he's going to drop in the river though. Yeah, because it's out of control. That's Everything's right. That's get right. Fucked up. Fusion reactors. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So you see him like going to that, 
and it, it pans back, and then Peter's kind of like this, yeah. watching him. So you see Aqua going this way, you see Peter, and he turns his head, and, and MJ's looking at him. Yeah. And she's just, the look on her face, oh, man, man, I love this movie so much. And then, that big, huge fucking wall comes down, he saves her, Yeah. and she's just like, so you're Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, hold on, I was like, hey. It's <laughs> just like, this is really kind of heavy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, like, I know I was saying, uh, I was kind of poo-pooing it in the, the first one, where it was yeah. just like, ooh, you know, it was a little jokey thing. This was just good enough to break that tension. And then Ox saves the, well, saves New York, mm -hmm. saves the day, dies like a you see that shot of him just like falling to the bottom of the Hauntingly water. tragic ending. Uh, you know, of course, they swim off, there's the big web, and then that's where she goes, I, I guess I kind of always know, like, like, well, now you know why we can't, we be, can't together. be together. Because someone's always going to be out there to try and hurt me. Yeah. And they're going to go through you, and I'm like, oh, man. And he, now, lowers, he lowers her down, and she's just staring up at him. Uh, John Jameson is who she's marrying. Yeah. She leaves him at the altar, though, Kenneth. Dirty move. That's a dirty move. Dirty move, Mary Jane. I know you're like, oh, it's really romantic, and it's sweet, and I mean, like, oh, of course she's going to wait till the last minute. Yeah. She didn't have to wait till the last minute to leave the altar. Yeah. She could have said, hey, John, I know you're really happy to see me. And I'm really happy to see you, but we can't be together because I don't love you as much as I love Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. Or anything. Someone. She didn't have to literally be like down the aisle going, you know what? I'm actually going to go and see what Peter's up to. And J. Jones Jameson's first thought is, cancel the caviar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everything uh, he was in that movie, everything he said, I was like, this is golden. Mm -hmm. This is golden. Send him a hand. Yeah. Like, <laughs> So great. Uh, um, but the ending is great where she says, face it tight, you just hit the jackpot. <clears throat> and then he goes off and he's Spider-Man. He's swinging. And he's and, happy. And you that you think it's going to end with him swinging again yeah. and everything, but then they cut back to her and just that look of worry. On her That's face. right. That's right. Because, like, I mean. Already she's worried. Well, and then what do you get? You get the scene where Harry finds out that his dad was the Green Goblin. Yeah. And then they go, what's going to happen? And I remember we talked about this, and I thought maybe, just maybe, he's not going to be the Green Goblin, or the Hobgoblin, or whatever the fuck they were going to go with. Yeah. Because maybe they're going to subvert expectations. Yeah. Uh, anything else in Spider-Man 2? What do we get here? Terry <laughs> train sequence, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, I love the inclusion of the Spider-Man No More arc and the classic imagery of the Mask of the Garbage That Man. was again, awesome. Again, again, he's showcasing a very important moment from the final book. That was awesome, I have to admit, even though, like, the, the whole sequence with him not being Spider-Man was kind of cringy to watch. Because at first he's like, he's nailing his grades, he's doing everything great. Yeah. Then when he sees the one kid getting the fuck, like, getting the shit that, kicked out of him. That, and then he's just like, oh. And I remember and he just... he walks away, he, and it'd be like... Yeah, like, he literally just goes, but then he goes, I'm eating my hot dog. And I remember just being like, ah, I feel like he kind of still try to step in. Yeah. You know, because I've said before, like, I, I view Peter Parker... I actually, yeah, no, I, I, I mean, it's hard to say, right? But I do kind of, I wish he would have at least made a step towards him, mm -hmm. and then said, "Well, no, I can't." Yeah. Right. But. Uh, so yeah, no, I think I'm done on Spider-Man uh, Two. Are you sure we don't have anything else? Because like, I feel like, else. I mean, I, I feel like there's more to talk about. Oh, you just don't. <laughs> <laughs> 
we were going to do yeah. so Just give me to recap I'm going to cut this out I really got to pee and I know I'm not going to make it oh. there's a lot of fishing this morning too hey I'm just going to keep talking uh, about a whole bunch of stuff. This will probably all get cut anyway, but, uh, um, yeah. Someone's got a weak bladder, I'll say that much. He's also rude because he's peeing with the door open, which is not cool. Especially because you can hear it. I also don't like that. I also don't like that you can hear him going, just uh, fine when you're having a good pee, but nobody really should hear that. Oh, oh, he just farted. He farted while he was peeing. That's, that is kind of funny. That is kind of funny. I hope he doesn't bring that fart with him. I'll tell you that much. Really, really don't want to spend too much time talking about Spider-Man 3. We're going to talk about it quite a bit. Just because, you know. Just because. I mean, there is some good things. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Hey, man. I didn't even leave. I didn't even. If, well, of course not, because why would you? My hands aren't wet. That is not surprising. Spider-Man just twicked in my hand. That's gross. It is. That is actually really gross. It is gross. Uh, Spider-Man 3. Hey! Spider-Man 3. The pinnacle masterpiece of the entire trilogy right here. No, we already talked about Spider-Man 2. Oh, right. I will never forget the, uh, the lead-up to this movie, where mm. a year before this movie came out, you came across the script. The script was leaked. Right. You know, this movie has so many problems with leading off yeah, the Yeah, but here's my favorite part. So you go, Chris, I've read the script. Do you want to know what happened? And I said, we're about a year out. Things will change. Things could change. Mm -hmm. I'll probably forget. Yeah. Sure. So what did you do? You told me the whole thing. So it starts off, Spider-Man. Harry Jane are together. Harry Osborn is the Green Goblin. New Goblin. New Goblin. New Goblin. Why don't think you called him New Goblin at that point? No, no, I don't. What did they call him in the script? Maybe just Goblin. I think it was I just know. Goblin, but, uh, but I think you just called him Green Goblin because, of course, yeah, because in the comic books he does become Green Goblin. Yeah. Um, and they fight, and Peter knocks him out, gives him amnesia. And gets this, the Venom suit, which is from outer space. Just sort of happens to show up on a NASA shuttle yep. that comes back to Earth. Even though, isn't it weird that the shuttle comes back to Earth, but not the escape pod? In what? This, this movie? Spider-Man 3? Or in the script? Because in the movie, they're just at the park and a, a little meteor hits. Oh yeah, there was the meteor. That's right. In the script, it was the shuttle. And I remember thinking, it's yeah. weird that the shuttle... And when, again... Why didn't they have a shuttle? They already introduced John Jameson uh, as, a, as an, an astronaut. astronaut. Yeah. Like, it was right there. They did it in the cartoon. Mm hmm But anyway, so so then he gets the, the suit. He, uh, of course, just like the suit in the comic books and the cartoons, it's yep. stronger. Yeah. This one, they give him, uh, like in the comic books, 
didn't really do any like outbursts or anything like that. He just realized he found out that the suit was alive and it was feeding off him, and it was eventually going to join with him permanently. Yeah, yeah. In the cartoon, he was more prone to anger and bursts of rage. And it, it was so bad in the cartoon. Like I watched the cartoon recently, and when he's angry, it's just like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Oh, so and then, uh, but in so this crazy. one, they make Peter Parker like a super douche. Yeah, emo Parker. Yeah, but actually, he I read wears an mascara. I, I read an interesting article uh, that actually kind of explained this, where because Peter's not a cool guy, mm-hmm. what the Raimi or this whole like emo Peter thing is Peter's attempt at being cool. Thinking what cool is. That's right. He has no real concept of what cool is. He thinks this is what's cool. Like so that's why Brush your hair down for his head. Yeah, that's why he does Oh, you must be evil now. You are so evil. That's actually really good. He does this a lot too. <laughs> that's really good. Like, oh, yeah. Like, so... Okay. But then uh, like even in the dance sequence, like when he's just like like strutting it up, yeah. that's what he thinks is really cool. Yeah. I'm gonna leave this like this. <laughs> it's so bad. Okay. <laughs> That's what he thinks is really cool, right? So that's why we're all just like, what the fuck is going on here? You know? I can't take you seriously. <laughs> I, I can't even look at you anymore. <laughs> you know? But like, uh, I, so yeah, so then of course, like, they introduce Sandman, they, then eventually Peter becomes, or he gets rid of the suit. We're still talking about the script? Or yeah. The the and then Venom yeah. shows up, and then Venom and Sandman team up, to fight Spider-Man and New Goblin. We'll yeah, and I remember just being like, this is the movie? That can't be it. That can't be it. There's no way. Yeah. And you literally said, like, yeah, and uh, Sam and it'll be like, like, giant, like, stories high. And I was like, this sounds like it's fucking garbage. Mm-hmm. Fast forward, maybe a year and a bit or whatever. I go to see this movie by myself. I can't remember why. I think I was, I was dating at the time. She was out of town. Or no, I don't think we were dating at the time. We were, because she was out of town. But anyway, I went and saw it by myself. Because I remember you saw it. I saw it opening night. You saw it opening night. So I watched all Super yeah. Mario's opening night. Um, and I remember for some reason, I, I couldn't go for some reason. And I watched it that weekend. That's right. Yeah, why couldn't you go? You must have been working or something. I think I was working until like 11.30 or something like that. You were Walmart then, right? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah you, I was a Walmart. Work, you worked some point. weird shifts then, yeah. I can't help it. Like now I'm trying to make sure that it just looks heinous. But uh, But I remember watching this movie and like about a third of the way in I was like they didn't change a fucking thing. This is the script. And like the opening sequence where he's fighting New Goblin or ultimately just Harry okay uh, was actually really cool to watch. The only thing I didn't like was the interlude where he's trying to catch the ring. Yeah. The ring falls yeah. out of his pocket, yeah. and he's trying to catch the ring, and I remember just being like, ah, that doesn't need to happen. You could still do this, because ultimately, like, Peter doesn't want to really fight him. So that's where the conflict is, because Harry's coming in to kill him, Peter's coming in to just not get killed, A, and also not hurt his friend, right? Yeah, yeah. But then, you know, they do the amnesia thing, which, okay, that's, that's all right. 
Yeah, it wasn't too bad, the amnesia part. It's, I mean, it was alright. I, I didn't mind it. I. Uh... It's a CGI fest, this movie, compared to the first two. Really? Like, so, so like, much. As cool as that goblin thing was at the beginning, like, when they're in between the buildings and all the stairs are there, I almost found it hard to watch a, couple, a few times. Like, it, it's yeah, so no, flashy. Yeah, I remember there was a couple. Like, of, yeah. Wow, there's a lot going on right It now. was really weird. Like... You could see the parts, though. It's funny. You could see the parts where Raimi didn't want to do this mm-hmm. versus the parts that he did want to see. And uh, I'll get to what I mean exactly. You could get the sense that he didn't really want to go this route, maybe not necessarily yet, Yeah. with uh, with Harry. Because yeah, we've, we've talked about what should have happened with the third. It should right. have been a two-part. 100%. It should have been. It should have been. So then... Uh, was oh, yeah. So he gets amnesia... But Spider-Man is now a celebrity. New York sees him as a celebrity. And now we've got Peter Parker, like, buying his own hype. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he's now acting like a big shot because Spider-Man is like, a beloved hero in New York. Yeah. And now he's, like, neglecting Mary Jane, who's not exactly going through the greatest of times. He's going through an awful time, and he keeps making everything about himself. And he's making it about himself, and he's making it about about Spider-Man, primarily. He's talking about the critics, and he's like, oh, I know how you feel with Spider-Man. I have critics, too. It's like... But eventually, they'll they'll warm up And this was before he even had the black suit, and I'm like, man, you're being really douchey. You finally got the girl of your dreams, and you're being this? And it bothers me, and it really bothered me, because I was like, you never really had a hint... Of that post, or yeah, post Ben Parker's death. Mm-hmm. He had a hint of the douche that he could have been, right? Yeah. And then Ben Parker dies, that's his lesson, and he goes, okay, alright. So, they don't even do a hint of that in the second movie, at all. You know, and keep in mind, this is also the guy that like had a subway full of people going, you gotta get through all of us to get to him. Yeah. And even though the one dude is literally like, mm-hmm. And you can tell he's shitting his pants, but he's still standing there, right? To this where, like, the sequence where he saves the the people from the office building is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely incredible. And I, and I forgot how great that scene was where he's, like, climbing along the parts of the building that are falling. And he's yeah. stopping them from falling, saving people, ultimately saving Gwen Stacy. Uh, which Bryce Dallas Howard was excellent casting. She was really great in the role. I, uh, and as you know, it, Bryce Dallas Howard is such a beauty. What a smoke show in she, like platinum blonde. I know, because that's the only time she's done that. Like she's always a red. It's funny, right? They get a, a blonde to play a redhead, and yeah, no, I caught that too. And I was like, that is quite funny. You get the one of the only redhead actresses in Hollywood, and you pick her as the blonde. Yeah. No, I total smoke she show. She looked great as Gwen Stacy. But um, like. <laughs> But the other part, too, is that, like, so you got an actress that was, like, I mean, it's just subjective, right? But in my opinion, leaps and bounds better looking than Kirsten Dunst. Mm-hmm. You know, no offense, Kirsten Dunst. Just, I just don't really find you attractive in general. <laughs> but don't feel bad, because look at me. I don't look that great either. Especially with that air. Just in general, with the hair doesn't help. <laughs> doesn't help at all. Yeah. Um, but anyway... I remember that was one of the first things I thought, too. I was like, you couldn't get someone at least the same in terms of attractiveness. Yeah. You had to get a smoke show. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so that whole sequence was great. And you get that introduction, quick introduction of Eddie Brock, which 
with Topher Grace's Eddie Brock, like we were reading Ultimates at that, the Ultimate Spider-Man at that yep. point. So yep. we were already having a younger, thinner yeah. Eddie Brock. Yeah. So it wasn't yeah, the big brick house. It wasn't that bad. And yeah. in, in in the Ultimate comic books, when Brock becomes Venom, he's like a tank Venom. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, well that's fine. That's okay. Uh, I liked that the black costume was literally just a black, black version of I mean, that was really costume. cool. I thought that made sense that they yep. did that. Um, but yeah, like I, I really hated the douchebag Peter Parker because it was so out of left field. Like mm-hmm. it just seemed weird that all of a sudden now he's gonna be like, Oh, my shit doesn't stink. Yeah, like with the ending of the second film, to go from that ending into this Like I'm not I, I found it hard to and I still like it's hard for me to swallow. Like I just Exactly. I like. I know that they they like to do those cringy sort of painfully awkward moments for Peter Parker because they chalk it up under the Peter Parker luck. Mm-hmm. But this was cringy because you're just like you're a douchebag. Yeah. You know, and then like like oh. even when uh, they're at the restaurant and he's like about to ask her to marry him. Mm-hmm. This is after he kissed uh, Gwen Stacy as Spider Man. You know. Yeah. And he pawns it off like it's no big deal but then later MJ like that that at the dinner she finds out that they work together yeah so she's like wait a minute it wasn't just so much the fact that he kissed her it was their kiss it was their like, kiss if it was just a regular kiss she wouldn't be pissed but it, he gave but it was their kiss but it was also he made it seem like oh it was just a fan right that's how I feel with Spider-Man 3 too But anyway, um, so it's the kiss, but it's also because you tried to play it off like she was just a fan, mm-hmm. but it turns out they work together, yeah. so, or, or yeah, they know each other through work or whatever. So now it looks like it's Peter. So then it's like a secret his own thing. fantasy. Yeah, like, I mean, it's like, don't uh, blame him, but. like if you're going to hang out, like if, you know, you're going to hang out with a woman, right? Yep. And you tell your wife, I'm going to hang out with a woman, like. Yeah, just a friend, and she knows who the friend is and whatever. She's yeah. less likely to think that something's going on. Exactly. But if you say, I'm going to hang out with a friend, and then she finds out it's a woman, and then you play this card, well, well I didn't think it would matter, you know, because nothing was going to happen. And then it's like, well, why did you hide that fact? Why wouldn't you just yeah. tell me? So that's another part where I'm I just like... I go lunch with a co-worker. Yeah. And then on Instagram, she sees that it was a big fat sandwich lunch with a you know, big-titted freak, and yeah. you're just like... Uh, I didn't think it mattered. <laughs> I don't know. Why would it matter? It's just a friend. You should see her deep a 12 entry. Yeah, exactly. Not mine, of course. No. Right? So, like, there's that aspect. There's the whole, like, he's, like, a big shot. Yeah. There's the fact that he's, like, like you said, like, he turns it all around. It's all about him and being Spider-Man. And it's just, like, where the fuck did this guy come from? And what was the, like, end result? Like, does he suddenly realize, yeah, you know what, it's not just about Spider-Man? Because I felt like that was the whole purpose of the second movie, was trying to, like, deal with both lives together. Right. But now everything's going good, and so he's acting like a douchebag? Like, it just makes no sense. So much of it. I mean, this this movie's got so many problems. First off, on top of the script leak, we almost didn't get Tony McGuire in this. It was almost Jake Gyllenhaal. That's right. Because I forgot Toby about Wire that, yeah. fell off like a horse while shooting Seabiscuit or something, <laughs> and he was so badly injured That's that right. they didn't think he was going to be able to make this. 
he ended up making it. Um, but then you got the studio putting their fucking hands in here. Like, not just letting the filmmakers do their thing. They're just it's, like, which, no, you're going to have Venom. Which we don't want Vulture. Because it's supposed to be frustrating. Oh, I know. And it's frustrating because you look at Spider-Man 1. Yeah. Next to no studio interference. Right, because they didn't. They're like, whatever. Yeah, just make it. And if it makes money, okay, great. Cool. Um, as long as you, like, make more than the budget. That'd yeah. work great. Then you see, you get Spider-Man 2. And it's like, whoa. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so then, then they go, yeah, you know what this needs? Us. We need to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. You want Vulture? Let's do no. Venom. Come on, old ball guy. Venom. Venom is huge. Let's do Venom. Uh, yeah, okay, all right. Uh, what about? Can I can I still do Sandman? You can do Sandman. We also need to do New Goblin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really want it. He's on a skateboard. Sorry, scratch that. Snowboard, but it hovers. Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess. Can I do Vulture in Spider-Man Four? Sure. Not really. Not happening. Not happening at it, all. Like, it's the writing, too, right? Because Sam Raimi and Ivan Raimi are the ones that did this movie. They didn't have... Yeah. yeah. I can't help it. Just keep doing that. It's so gross. <laughs> it's so, so sensy. Oh. Michelle, if this is grossing you out, imagine what it's like in person. I can't wait I'm to here see right this. now. I can't wait to see oh. this. Yeah, but no, Sam Raimi should not have written the third movie. He should have just done the directing. In fact, apparently, Danny Elfman didn't even return for this. Do you know that? He did the I did series. not even know that. Who wrote this because, one? Um, that was written by the guys that did um, the National Treasure and Pirates of the Caribbean movies. How did this turn out so good, then? And then this Alfred one. Go, yeah, okay, Miles Millar. Yeah. yeah, Michael Chabon. That one was David Coet. Um, I don't understand why they wouldn't just get these guys to write it. Yeah. Like, were they knee-deep in Smallville at that point? I, I But anyway, okay. So ultimately, Sam Raimi wrote this. Yeah, it should so not have written that's it. part of the problem. He, he wrote it, and then the studio was basically forcing him to write it a certain way. So. Yeah. Um, so I had said like that you could tell the parts that he didn't really want to do. So those are the parts that are a little bit more rushed. Yeah. So the new Goblin stuff, you can clearly see are rushed. You think Warner would have looked at, at that and went, maybe we should just let the director do his thing with Justice League. Because no. Spider-Man 3 didn't turn out too well. It'll never happen. There's too no. many like shareholders. And Back the fuck up. Oh, my God. Um, uh. But okay, so but then you get the introduction of Flint Marco. Yeah, now, when I was talking earlier about how there's very little redeeming qualities with this movie... One of those moments is Tom Saint Church as Sandman. Perfect casting. That was the perfect man for that job. <laughs> How awesome is it that he literally looked like Sandman? Literally, the fucking shirt. Yeah, pants. The the everything you looked know, Sandman. Flat top head. Yeah, he even like worked out for this movie, and he didn't have to. No, but he did. And that whole sequence right. where um, he's he's a criminal. Because he doesn't know what else to do, but he's got to get money for his kid who's sick. Right. Which... Now, see, that that's probably the most beautiful moment in the whole film, is that moment with his daughter at the beginning. Oh, my God. That's so great. I, I, felt, I felt bad for him. Like, we didn't know what was going on. That's right. <clears throat> Unfortunately, Tom St. Church didn't have a lot to work with in this movie. No. His big scenes are just CGI. Like, he's not even in them. That's it's right. just floating sand flakes or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um... Yeah, so... But, like, the scene where 
he becomes Sandman is beautiful. The way they shot that, where he's trying to like come back together, and but then, and then like he lifts his hand and there's the locket, and then he just solidifies. It, it is a long sequence. It doesn't feel like it's a long sequence, but like every inch of it, and the, and the CGI is a little rough in it. It helps that it's sand, right? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have to be polished. But yeah. that is such a great scene, and it's so great that okay, like again, like you, you know, he, I'm a Sandman now. Okay, well, I guess I can rob better banks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, um, and I like I, I liked that even though they're kind of doing the same thing they did with Doctor Octopus, where he's not necessarily deep down he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just making the wrong choices, right? Um, I think that's kind of where they were trying to tie up the Peter Parker storyline, where it's because deep down Peter is a good guy. He was just making some really shitty choices. I think that's they were using Sandman as an allegory for that, and that's where he started to maybe wake up and stop acting like a douche. Yeah, right, right. But like, we didn't need to have that sequence. You know what I mean? But you're right. The Sandman stuff. The only real. Well, the initial sequence for Spider-Man before uh, the black suit fights Sandman is awesome. Yes. It's really, really cool. Yeah. It's a very good uh, representation of the CGI and not CGI. Like, that's where there's parts of Thomas Hayden Church that are actually live action, mm-hmm. and then the other parts are CGI. Right, It right. looks really great. Yeah. I love the texture that they give the sand stuff. Um, but there was just not enough of that. And then, like, of course, they have to shoe in the, the Venom story. And so that's, what, 10, 20 minutes? That's just a horrible shoe in. It that's a half an hour. It, that's it, right. Because it's, like, it's a half an hour in the middle of the movie where yeah. now Peter's doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's wearing, like, old black clothes. And he doesn't even care if anyone knows he's Spider-Man. Because the, the suit is, like, right underneath his open shirt. So watch that with Adrian. She's watching and she goes, yeah, the guy liner. Is he wearing eyeliner? I'm like, yes, he is. Yes, and he she's is. she's just like, ugh, why? And sure, this scene is a, a playoff of the original from the second one where it's like everything's good and it's like that Mentos commercial. Yeah. So they do that, but it's all just like people are looking at him like, who is this fucking douchebag? He's like, hey. Yeah, he's like, hey. And they're like, creeper. Yeah. Where's my mace or yeah. my taser? Because this mm-hmm. is middle of New York and you're a freak show. Yeah. You know? And then even that like, and you could argue that, sure, the suit has now influenced him enough that he does that whole scene where he purposely goes out on a date with Gwen Stacy just to make Mary Jane jealous. But he was already acting like a douche, so I just feel like it was just amplified. I love the, how Gwen played that off, too. You know, she's like, oh, that's your old girlfriend. Do you want to leave? Are you okay with this? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I'm fine with this. He's like, yeah, I'm cool. Let's, let's dance, daddy-o. And then she finds out that it was all just like to and shut she figures face. it out, and, and like, she go and she runs up to him. She's like, "I'm so sorry." Exactly, like right. I'm so sorry. Gets the fuck out of there, yeah. and then like douche Parker there is just like, ah. you know, <laughs> man. Like I still like I even though no like even that that write up where it's like this would be what he thinks is cool. Mm. He still doesn't save that scene. No, thing is fucking no. garbage. It's so bad. It's so it garbage, and it's so like bad. it's garbage on top of garbage on top of garbage. There's very few redeeming qualities because even like the the Sandman stuff, I still I don't really like that they retconned it and had uh, Flint Marco be the guy that ultimately killed 
did ben not Parker. like that at all. It's even like, now, this doesn't even need to be connected to that. If it turned out that, like, he really didn't kill him, and it was just, uh, like, false evidence or something, even yeah. then I would still be like, why would you... He Peter Parker was going to fight Sandman regardless, mm -hmm. because the guy was a criminal, and he's a super-powered criminal. Unlike anything we'd ever seen up until this point. He was going to fight him, yeah. okay? Even if he didn't join up with Venom, okay? Yeah. He was going to fight him. Uh, I, here's another thing, too. I remember with Venom, when I originally watched the movies a couple times, I actually liked how he sounded. I hate how he sounds now, like with the screeching and stuff. And you know what else I noticed? And I noticed this because of all the trailers of Venom coming up. He doesn't say we. No. He says I. He doesn't say we. we at all. He doesn't say we. No. We are Venom. I am Venom. That's yeah. what. And then, and even for him to say I am Venom is. And that really just clicked. I was just like, oh wow, they didn't do the we thing. Exactly. The new movie is going to be so much better than this. Yeah. So much better. Like I mean, the claws on him were okay. The teeth was all right. Like it was okay. It was so small looking. Yeah. Like, he looked more like... That's how I imagine Carnage looking. Yeah, like, I remember uh, when they did a couple of those, like, uh, Venom-type shots with the uh, Spider-Man in the reflection, and mm -hmm. I remember just going, oh, okay, that's kind of... That was all right. Yeah. You know? But then, uh... Oh, yeah, I forgot the part where Emo Parker fucks Harry up and scars his face. Oh, yeah. Burns his face. Beats the shit out of him. The thing I thought was really kind of cool, there was a couple of shots where they're both like crawling around in the ground like animals, which I thought was kind of neat. It like, visually looked mm -hmm. cool. Uh, especially because you get the sense that uh, Peter is really like becoming more of the spider aspect of Spider-Man, yep. so I thought that was kind of neat. But ultimately then, it was just like... like It was like when he uh, dumped uh, Sandman into the mud. Yeah. And as far as he's concerned, Sandman's dead. Yeah. He's so he just willingly killed this guy. He just willingly killed this guy. And this thing with uh, Harry, where he throws the grenade right back at him, mm -hmm. left him for dead. Yeah, he just know? walks away. You know, again, it's just, like, I mean, sure, the suit's having an, uh, an effect on him, but I feel like, especially if we use the second movie as an example, he's too good for that to ultimately happen. It's kind of like when, I, I liken it to, uh, Batman 608, where Poison Ivy's controlling Superman, and at the end, like, when Batman and Catwoman save the day or whatever, and, uh, Superman's just like, uh, oh no, Batman actually says, he's like, uh, sure, she's able to control him to some degree, but she'll never make him to do anything really bad because he's too good, mm -hmm. he can't physically do that, that kind of thing, something along those lines that I remember, like, yeah, that would make sense. The, the ultimate Boy Scout, you really couldn't make him. You could make him do certain things, but yeah. you couldn't make him full on kill somebody. He would push past that. And I felt like that would be the kind of the same thing, too, where he'd be. There'd be more of a fight instead of him just being like, yeah, I'm a douchebag. Mm -hmm. uh, you know? And then. Uh, <clears throat> and then uh, just kind of ultimately going, like, ah, no, I, I can't have the suit now. Like, even the shit where he's uh, trying to wheel and deal the, the neighbor's daughter. Or the. Owner the house that the, oh yeah, yeah 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 and he's wheeling her and you're just like like you're too good for this to yeah. be, for you to be that bad give so quickly milk yeah and he's just like no oh yeah listen to this guy fuck this guy yeah. I don't be with you or anyone else you know it's just it's so 
the uh, the parts I did kind of like, even though the storyline was cool, was Evil Harry. Mm-hmm. Like, when he's, like, trying to break up Peter Parker and Mary Jane, like, even though they're already broken up at this point, but he's, yeah. like, officially breaking them up, and there's that part where, like, he's playing it straight, and then he, he looks, uh, like, he's eating the pie, like, mm, this is good pie. Then looks at Peter, like, out the window, he's just like, <laughs> you know, and you're like, yeah. oh, you dick, you fucking dick. Those parts are really cool, like, in the, like, from James Franco's point of perspective, like, I thought those were kind of really neat. But again, like, it's just, there's so much fucking garbage in this movie that these little nuggets of goodness are just, it's not good enough to save the movie. Again, yeah, like, James Franco's story is the best. Like, as a whole. As a whole, Through the yeah. trilogy, because he's a smaller character in the first, but then he starts to, like, get larger, and then the second, he's a big part of it. The third one, he becomes evil, <laughs> gets the amnesia. You know, and, and then and like, it goes you know, evil again. What is it? Um, MJ goes like, "This is bigger than us. It's bigger than all of us. You have to help him. You have to help Peter." No, because she's trapped by Venom, right? Yes, Peter, no, Peter that's right. says it to her, and Harry Harry doesn't do anything. He doesn't go with them. That's but right. But then he's watching on TV. Peter get murdered. That's right. Yeah, and, he, he's, and then he's, he's like fucked up by both. Of he's them. watching Mary Jane hang there, and Peter's getting murdered, and, and he. And I love that. Yeah. He's just like, no, this is, I'm going to go help yeah. my friend. That's right. He does, yeah. and then he helps him. Um, the CGI, like the a million foot tall uh, Sandman, I still hate it. Like, it makes sense from where they're at. They're at the construction site. So he's going to be huge, yeah. So it makes sense in that regard, but it's still just like, well, you know, and I mean, like, I know that I said that I loved that he appealed to the better nature in Spider-Man 2. He does the same in this movie, but he kind of also uh, sort of reprimands him, too, where he's just like, you're a good guy, but you're making the wrong moves or something like that. And then he gives him that with great power comes great responsibility thing. And the reason why it's so flat is because we spent the entire movie watching Douche Parker become even more douchey. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly, like, wake up and go, oh, yeah, I forgot. I, I love you, and I, I want you yeah. to be in my life. And, and I won't be this douchebag anymore. And it's hard to watch. It's so bad. It's it's almost as bad as this. <sighs> almost. Almost. But not nearly. This is, this is, this is probably this is rough. This is probably it's horrible. It's, yeah. I can't Here. wait to see this. <laughs> but, um, um, but the first two movies have so much heart. And I really connect to them. And I love them. There's no I, I, I'm so emotionally attached to them. This has zero heart. It, in fact, like, it, it's just, it's two hours of negativity, really. It is a, a huge, like, two hours of just a slog of just this brutal negativity. Yeah. That even the ending doesn't really make it that much better. Yeah, like, he forgives Sandman, and Sandman floats away. Yeah. Harry died. Harry dying was kind of sad. That was that was sad. I was really I didn't want that to happen, but it was kind of cool that he died the same way his dad died, except he was trying to save Parker. Except freaking Venom killed him of all people. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, well, killing off Venom. Okay, like I guess it had to happen. Yeah. But uh, that was kind of cool. Like when he's he's got the bars and just bam, bam, smash them all around and yeah. stuff. I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah. You know, visually very cool. The whole movie actually is just—it's visually pleasing. It's a, a really good-looking movie. Yeah, 
There's, there's just, just nothing really to there's, it. There's, there's no real no, substance. Exactly. There's no substance at all. I mean, sure. And there's too much going on. Yeah. Way too much. There's this, like, so we should, much. This should have been a two-parter. You yeah. should have had Sandman in there. If you don't want Vulture, fine. Don't have Vulture. But Eddie Brock could have been introduced. Yep. And then you could have brought in the black costume halfway through the movie. You could have also had a longer stint in the black costume. Mm -hmm. You know, you could have still had the big fight with the in the sewers with Sandman. Yep. You know, and then you could also, I mean, fuck, he could have got the the spider the black costume earlier enough so that when he's acting like a douchebag, it's because the suit is making him act like a douchebag. Douchebag, right? Mm -hmm. Like maybe have it so that the suit is mimicking the spider suit, like the red and blue suit, but then the more he wears it, the darker it gets, right? Right, yeah. You know? So yeah. then, now he's now he's like, yeah, the time about Spider-Man, so then she's just like, wait a minute, what's going on? Because then at least I can go, oh, right from the beginning, the suit was already, mm -hmm. I gotcha, mm -hmm. right? As opposed to, you're already a piece of shit before this. Yeah. Right? That's the real problem, is that he was doing this before that suit. Right. Exactly. So it's like so that part really bugs me. Um, the stuff with Harry, you know, is really bright. Like yeah, it's, it's, it's largely good. good. Like, yeah, it's, it's largely really, good. Um, the CGI with the when he has the mask on and stuff like that is a little on the shit side, but still really cool. I don't like the design though. I mean, a new goblin. I don't. If like he's not gonna look like a goblin, don't call him a goblin. Yeah, well, you, yeah. You know, because he has pumpkin bombs. Like he didn't sit there and go like. Yeah, I'll call myself New Goblin. Mm -hmm. He's just like, no, I'm gonna go kill Spider Man. I'm not gonna spend three days coming up with a cool nickname. <laughs> you know? uh, There's just I, I I'm looking at my notes here. I'm trying to make the stuff that I like sound better than they are, but they're not. I hate that the series ended with uh, Peter and MJ split up because the whole time I was looking forward to that. They're pretty much split. Up. Yeah, they they're don't. They're not together. They don't say they're that. Kinda, they they're they on, don't they're actually on, say they're back together. They're on they're, maybe terms. They're on maybe terms. Yeah. Um, well, and I also hate that we never got to say, see Dylan Baker become the lizard, oh. which is where the fourth movie was going. He was in the yeah. second and the third. You knew. I know, and, and, you knew and the I lizard like was the gone. second that he was in the the first time I saw him in the second movie, I was like, oh my god, we're gonna see, we're gonna see the lizard. Yeah. And like for them to then and then have him again in the second one. Or the third movie, sorry. You're like, oh, oh yeah, we're really gonna see this. And like, like you said too, like have Brock at the beginning and thread him through, because then when he ultimately does get fucked over by Spider Man and Peter Parker, then there's more weight to it, mm -hmm. right? Because now it's not just like ten minutes or five minutes. It was quick. It was just like, boom, Spider Man out or Peter Parker outs him, and then Spider Man he realizes that Spider Man and Peter Parker are the same. Yeah. Instead of like in the comic books where it's Spider Man keeps fucking over Eddie Brock, while at the same time Peter Parker's just getting better pictures than Eddie Brock because he's a better photographer and he's willing to do it on the right side. And then the suit happens, and then the suit says, "Hey, by the way, Peter Parker, Spider Man." Mm -hmm. It's like, well, good because I hate them both. Yeah. There's just none of it. There's no weight to this. Um, they they it's make it seem like there should be weight, and you should be like, whoa. But there's none of that. Because Kirk Connors is kind of helping him along with the symbiote, like teaching him about don't come in contact with it and everything. So I feel like if they would have ended this movie with Connors being the one to let Peter know how to get rid of this thing. Yeah. He's at the bell. I've done extensive the bell, testing. The bell, it falls onto Eddie. Eddie's becoming Venom now. 
you can have Kurt Connors doing the testing on himself and then, you know, becoming the lizard in the fourth. You could have had Venom and the lizard in the fourth. They would have been insane on the screen together. Yep. And then you could have had Lizard eventually going against Venom and helping Spider-Man. Like Otto did. You could have done that. You could have. You could have. Like, I mean, eventually Connors asserts himself in the lizard body. You can yeah. do that because they've done that in the comic books plenty of times. You're right. You could have done that. I know I kind of, yeah, I don't know, but you could have definitely done you that. You could have. And I definitely would have been like, oh, that's pretty fucking Like, currently in, in The Amazing Spider-Man, Connors has got control of the lizard body. Yep. So. So, I mean, it, it's doable. And what really pisses me off with Sony is the fact that they canceled the series. We never got an official ending to it. Nope. So they could go do The Amazing. And what does the amazing do? Introduces Lizard, who would have been in the fourth Spider-Man film. Yeah, no, I know. It's just like, are you also how far? Uh, you know, Homecoming, Vulture. Vulture. After them going, we don't want Vulture. Yeah. And now Vulture is in Homecoming, and, and it's, it's one just of like, the best known. It's period. so fucking hypocritical. It's weirdly hypocritical. And it's, I, I'm hoping Venom is is successful enough this weekend because it's a trilogy. It's a planned trilogy. Tom Hardy has signed on for three. He's I know. pumped to do the second. I want Sony to stick to their guns and fucking finish something. That's what I want to. I also want them to at least keep Spider-Man out of this. Yeah. For one more movie. Yeah. Maybe have him at the end. If if he ends up coming over and appearing in Venom, which I don't think Marvel Studios will allow, but if but they it happens, they can't really say no. If it happens, they can't say no. Apparently, they can. That they, seems they, so weird. They have control of Spider-Man, but Sony can do whatever they want with the rest of the characters. That makes no sense because I, I thought like the plus uh, wasn't the agreement to like you you'll have like I'll do a Spider-Man movie and Marvel won't make any money from it and then we won't make like Sony won't make any money from any of the Peter Parker like Spider-Man appearances. I'm pretty sure Sony is making a portion of whatever Spider-Man appears. I'm almost certain it's cut and dry like that. I could be wrong. I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't know. But I it's was also weird, the end, under the impression thing. that that they could have done whatever they wanted too. Like they could do what they want. It's just the agreement that they have with Marvel right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it is a weird. It's weird a, so what? Like what I'm trying to say is, I hope Venom's successful enough yeah. that we get that trilogy. I agree. Because we didn't get an end to this. We didn't get an end to Amazing. They they keep. Oh, I'm glad though. I would have liked an end to it. I want them to finish something. That was going to be a trilogy. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, fucking finish something. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Fucking finish something. At least yeah. with Homecoming, we know this story will continue now because Marvel Studios is going to make sure it That's right. That's right. Right? I agree. Um, and I mean, <laughs> you know what? You know what Elizabeth Banks is in all three of these? Yeah. Betty Brandt? Yeah. Isn't I that knew funny? that. funny? Isn't it funny that it's, by the third movie she she decided to come back and do this bit role even though she was bigger by the third movie? Yeah, that part I was like, like sure, I'll come back. It's and do more that of a surprise in the role. third movie. Yeah, because you're just like, you never, you didn't even have to. No, she didn't even have to be in the movie. Like the she character, yeah, she doesn't do anything. Yeah, I thought it was funny. It is. It yeah. is kind of funny. It's a lot of cool visuals, but emotionally empty compared to the heartfelt first two films. Yeah, it is an empty shell. But then again, you. But uh, also knowing what we know now, like you, of course it's going to be an empty shell because yeah. Raimi's heart isn't in it. Right, his heart wasn't in it. Yeah. and I guess maybe that is a lot to do why we never got the fourth either. Well, that's maybe because he'd also. I'm putting all the blame on Sony, but maybe Raimi was like, you know what? Because well, of my, it too, or he because was of just my experience, like, I, I just, I can't, 
I can't do the movie that I feel you should get in the time that you've given me, so I'm going to pull out. And then they said, okay, we'll reboot. Yeah. They gave us that awesome Spider-Man costume with the sunglasses. (laughs) (laughs) His shades. With his skateboarding rebel Peter Parker. With the huge hair. Also a nerd, but he's... Twilight, cool. Twilight Peter. Yeah, Twilight Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Uh, was Edward, Edward 100%. Cullen? Yeah. Edward Cullen. A uh, gritty remake. Oh, mm. it's gritty. And it is, because you got the one of the brighter color palettes of characters, and it's a darker movie in general. Yeah. Sure, the second one's a lot brighter, mm-hmm. and I think if the second one was the first movie, a little bit retooled, I would have responded to it a bit better. Yep. You know, regardless of Electro. But they had an interesting backstory with his parents, and they were setting up the Sinister Six. Oh, I think it had promise. I'm sorry, you said interesting? I didn't think it was interesting. I thought it was fucking garbage. It was another attempt to repurpose other characters to be the benchmark for Peter's reasons to be a hero, as opposed to Uncle Ben. Oh, it was still very much Uncle Ben, though. In the first movie, yes. In yeah. the second movie, not at all. Yeah. And even towards the end of the first movie, they started to really give you the Richard... Uh, Richard and Mary story. Mm-hmm. And then in the second one, it was all that. Yeah, They were trying to rewrite it so that, sure, that was the impetus for the first movie, but the real impetus was his dad. Mm-hmm. Which I hated. I, oh, fuck, I hated that so much. I didn't like it, but I wanted to see where it went. Because, I mean, it was it was a storyline in the 90s. See, I'm, I'm not with you. I, I'm against that. I did not want to see where it ended. I mean, unless it turned out that we were going to get his clone parents, and it was going to be the ultimate fuck you from Green Goblin, then I would have been okay with yeah. it. Except that the Green Goblin that we got was Harry Osborn instead of Norman Osborn. Because Norman died. Which was a huge waste of Chris Cooper, because again, he's a good actor. Yeah. I mean, uh, what's his face? Uh, Dane... Uh, Dane DeHaan. Dane DeHaan. Really good as a bad guy. He's a good actor. But again, like, let's give you a pile of shit and uh, see what you can do with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. He was like this. Ah. Yeah, you're straight yeah. up. Ah. You have a lot of great impressions today. What else should we do? Mm-hmm. I don't know. What can you do with that hair? Well, if I do this, Nicholas Cage. <laughs> That's pretty much it. That's good. No, that's fine. Yeah, that's good. I, that's I'm good, good with well, that. Tapped out. That, was, that was really great. Um, so before we wrap, which Bruce Campbell cameo was your favorite? Uh, what was his cameo on the... Oh, his, his was the restaurant. That's right. Yes. This was the restaurant. Uh, the French restaurant. I actually have to say my favorite is the second one at the uh, the ballet. Me too. Because that's like, funny. Peter comes in and he's just like, oh, oh. ties up his shoes and he goes, oh, oh. fixes up his tie, yeah. and then he goes, how can I help you? Uh, you know, I'm here for uh, the thing. He's like, do you have a ticket? No, but it's uh, it's in the lobby. Okay. Um, but I'm here to see MJ. And she's like, well, you wouldn't want she wouldn't want you to be late, right? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, but uh, I could just go in. And so like, yeah, but yeah, be quiet. And we can't let you in because it'll wreck the appearance of the play. You know? And, like, they say, like, Bruce Campbell's character beats Spider-Man. He does, in fact, beat Spider-Man. 
He does. You know, and I... It's and I love that Bruce Campbell says that. And it's funny. Yeah. And it's just like... And then just the whole thing going. Like, just the fact that he's like, yep, yep. Okay, you look great. But you can't come in. <laughs> but, 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 yeah, I know. But she yeah. wants you to come late, right? And no. you're just like, well, yeah, but I mean... It was stopping mm. robbers or something. I don't even know what they were doing. But they had guns. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> I enjoy seeing him in all three of them so much. You know. The first one was great when he gives him the name Spider-Man. I thought that yeah. was awesome. But the second one was awesome. And the third one, I think the third one I don't like because the scene in general I don't like. Right. The scene... You know? Yeah, I totally get that. Because he's all like, I'm going to ask her to marry me and everything's going to be great. And blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. He's just like, mm, okay, okay. But he doesn't really do anything antagonistic. Mm-hmm. And he should because this is the most douchiest I've ever seen him. But yeah, yeah that would be my favorite right there. As far as an order, it's pretty late. Two, yeah. one, three. Distant three. Distant three. Bottom of the pile. Huge disparity. Like, oh, man. I remember when I walked out of the theater and I went, I'm not sure how I feel about this. And it's even just like the trailer alone, like this trailer blew, me, blew oh. my mind. I was so excited. This trailer blew my mind. So excited. Dr. Octopus looks amazing. Can't wait. First trailer for that was all through the goggle again. They were showing oh, stuff through the... God. So good. This trailer, I was like... Yeah. I don't know. It was how I... I remember I Last know. Stand was the same way, where like the first two X-Men trailers, I was like, oh, yeah, these were fucking great. And they were fucking great. Then I saw the trailer for Last Stand, and I was like, I don't know about this. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about this. The Last Stand is much better, though, than this. So. Oh, yeah. It sure is. Which is amazing, because Last Stand was Brett Ratner. Coming off of Brian Singer doing two movies. This was still Sam Raimi. So what the fuck's the excuse? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, even Dark Knight Rises? Infinitely better than this. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. It's almost like we have to play a game, like, what's worse? Spider-Man 3 or Amazing Spider-Man 2? Because, like, I shoot on Amazing Spider-Man, but that was a pretty cohesive story. They had a pretty... The only thing that I... The things I don't like is the douchebag Spider-Man. Like, Peter Parker is, like, cool. He's a cool kid. There's yeah. no way he isn't a cool kid. Yeah. I mean, he even sticks up for other loser kids. Mm-hmm. Okay? They should all be hanging out together. But yeah. they're not, because he's cool. Uh, He's also, like, you know, a super cocky Spider-Man. The one part I like is when he gives the kid the mask. You know, and then the kid's like, oh, okay, and now I can, you know, be saved by Spider-Man. I thought that was really cool. And everything other than that was not good. The thing I hate the most? Uh, yeah, sure, uh, Detective Stacy, I'm not going to date your daughter. I will stay the fuck away from her because I don't want her to get killed either. 20 minutes later, hey, you want to date? Come on, Gwen. Let's go for a date. Yeah. Fuck your father. And then, like, Amazing Spider-Man 2, it's a big part of that. It's like, I can't date you because I promised your dad. But I want to date you. Your dad's dead. So, really, who's it hurting? And you're just like, fuck you. It's crazy because the Amazing Spider-Man movies, um, the cast that they got for those movies is incredible. Oh, yeah. The chemistry between those two is through the roof. Martin Sheen and Sally Field as Uncle Ben and Aunt May. Wow. Yep. The chemistry between Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone. Wow. Dennis Leary is in there. It's great. I mean, like, 
The movies aren't good. Oh. Second one is worse than the first, which is weird to say. It, it shouldn't be it better. It is weird to say. Yeah. There's elements to it that are better. Like, it's a brighter movie. I definitely know what... Thinking Costumes about, better. Thinking about Spider-Man 3 is probably worse than you made the movies. Just because not only is it not good, but the disappointment that <laughs> Yeah, with it that's right. Because really, I wasn't expecting anything with Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider exactly. I wasn't like... This will be uh, better than these ones. I was like, there's no way you're going to be better than number two. Mm -hmm. Try your best, but you're not going to do it. Mm -hmm. Even with uh, Far From Home, I'm like, try your best to be better than Spider-Man 2. Try your best. I don't think you're going to be better than Spider-Man 2, but if you try your best, then it's going to be a fun, great movie. Yeah. Yeah. So. 100%. So, that's so that is it. the that Sam Raimi it. trilogy. That is it. This is CamCast number 20. We're in the 20s now. Yeah, I know. This is also back back Spider-Man shit. Yeah. Should number 25 be a double-size four-hour episode, just like a comic book? Sure. And we'll charge you $7.99 for it. Oh, wait. Um, I'm out. Oh. What? I'll split it with you. You get four bucks. I'm still out, man. Oh, okay. I'm still out. Still out? Because we're not sellouts, son. Oh! Not sellouts! That was an emo Chris Mercier thing to do. Ah, ah, we're out. These pancakes are delicious.